I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right. Welcome to the Sebe Cast number 23 with BF Rocket. Hello, hello. BF Rocket, I am absolutely excited for this one. <clears throat> I have been watching you. I don't even know. Like, when did you start streaming? I'm curious. I'm turning. Uh, I was actually thinking about that earlier. I think, I know it was November. I think November 2019, maybe maybe even 2018. I think 2018, actually. Yeah, because okay. RuneFest 2019. Yeah, I think it was 2018. Maybe it's three years now. Okay, so maybe yeah. Even I, my fourth. I think I started watching you before. Or I ever even started streaming, so it must have been 2018. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've always been just kind of like a fan of yours, so it's kind of oh, cool. Man. Like, <laughs> I know it sounds like cringe and stuff, but like, no, dude, no. when when you, when you like watch a streamer before you're ever a streamer, you just see them as like, you know, kind of a celebrity in a way. So I'm just really honored yeah. to have you on. <laughs> and uh, dude, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, got a couple questions for myself. What, when did you like start old school RuneScape? Uh, so actually, or I guess RuneScape um, in general and then old school. Well, RuneScape in general, let's see. I want to say late 2007, early 2008. It was like that winter break we had off. I want to say I was in elementary school and my friend was like, yo, playing this game called RuneScape. You want to, you want to come try it out? It's like, we we would go to the public library and everyone would be sitting there killing green dragons on like the rented computers or whatever. You'd get like your two hours. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, dude, I want to try this out. Like it's looks fun. So just went from there. Awesome. And, and then, then old school, when did you start? Yeah. Old school was, I want to say it was shortly after release. I think it came out 2013, right? Yep. It was, it was my freshman year of high school. We it was spring break. We were on a baseball tournament um, on the other side of the state. I'm in Florida, so it was only like a few hours away. But we had the another public computer thing. The the computers in the hotel they had their little like six computers in their computer room, and a bunch of the boys on the baseball team who played back in the day they were like, dude, they just released old school. I was like, bro, <laughs> I played RuneScape back in the day. Like, let me get on this. 
Um, we I only played for like a few months after that. I didn't really get super into it. Yeah. And then I forget when I came back. It must have been a couple years after. I was like, let me just start playing RuneScape again. And then I kind of got rehooked. I was watching all the YouTube videos. Like I was watching Mr. Mammal a lot. I was watching Dovidas, a friend a lot. Um, you know, Bodhi's videos. Yep. And then I was like, yeah, let me let me start playing again. This looks fun. Awesome. Yeah. Uh I didn't start playing until 2015, but I feel like I really I, okay. So here's the thing about RuneScape is, and I, I feel like a lot of people feel this way. Is like the main game. Again, not everyone. There's there are like people that are built differently, but the main game eventually kind of gets stale if you don't have super long term goals, just because it kind of revolves around just getting GP the most yeah, efficient exactly. way and stuff. Right. But um, so I started as a main, <clears throat> but I always wish I had started at the very, very beginning of old school when like the economy's fresh and stuff. Yeah, dude, there was like no grand exchange then. So I was yeah. like, I remember buying potions, like just typing buying prayer potions or whatever in Verrock West Bank or whatever. That's crazy. Awesome. That's that's actually crazy to me because I started after 2015. So all I've yeah. ever known of old school is like having the grand exchange, having Zolra and stuff. Yeah, okay, okay. So I never experienced like the true old school where it's like I'm pretty sure it wasn't like endgame like KQ and DKs. Yeah, I don't like, even think was they literally had, it. They didn't have God Wars because yeah. that was like one of the first polls after it was released, I want to say, right? Yeah, I think so. Shortly after at least. Yeah. That's crazy. I and I I think so again, I didn't even play. I didn't even know about old school in 2013. I was so far drifted away from RuneScape at the time because, like, I quit in 27, 2007, 2007. What am I even saying? And then, um, yeah, I pretty much just kind of fell away from the game for like eight years. And so you quit in 2007. When when did you start playing? So I started. In, I started in 2004 when I was in third okay. or fourth grade, I think, and. Uh, yeah, that was um I like I, I played very casually for three years. I would never got up anywhere. Like I was literally a noob when I ended. I think my max cash tag was like five mil, which okay. was a ton for me. I thought I was yeah, king. Dude, dude, I thought I was a king. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I just I don't know, I just love I, I really wish I had just experienced the first I don't know, bit of old school where it was like truly just the game I remember and no yeah. grand exchange. So yeah, but yeah. What about uh, what about Iron Man? How how long after you played your main and stuff did it take you to get into Iron Man? And so, what made you like want to do that? I guess that's okay. Honestly, I love talking about Iron Man because it's just like, so I'll, I'll get into mine after. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. I love talking about it. Um, so when I was a main, I was camping wyverns on like old school and um it's like this is like 2015 and i remember so you know like the door spot like the like little safe spot for why yeah yeah, across yeah, right next to the yeah. Door. and you have your like friend on the the other side you know or just some uh -huh. other random you start start making conversations with <laughs> yeah i've definitely been there dude i spent i think i killed 15k wyverns Jeez. on that account and it was just like Jeez. afk through school like that's all i would do i was so addicted to it okay um anyway so one of these people i ran into we were we were basically six hour log together and he was an iron man and this is like probably december-ish 2015 so iron man had been out for like a good uh year i think i think iron man came out in 2014 
Um, anyway, but he was basically talking about Iron Man, and I had no idea what Iron Man mode was because I had just started playing a few months ago, and I was like, "What? what like, what's that symbol next to yeah, me?" Like, I was, I was literally name? that noob. Like when I hear that now, I think people are trolling. Like yeah, when people dude. are like, "What's that symbol?" I'm like, "You're kidding, right?" Like, <laughs> but I was that noob, and I was like, "What's that symbol?" Like I'd seen it before, and I I knew what I like. I I knew. It was Iron Man. I just didn't understand what it meant. Right. Um, anyway, so, yeah, he basically went into it, and he was just saying it was, like, the most fun he had ever had in this game. And then he was talking about, like, you have to do quests and get your all your items. And as soon as he said that, I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm There's no way I'm doing Iron Man if I have to, like, go manually get all the quest items. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So I was basically <laughs> instantly turned off. But the way he explained just how much fun he had been having and how like all these resources are going to help him like level up his skills it was so exciting i was like wow like okay i want to do that but i'm already pretty far in this account i wasn't i was like 1700 total <laughs> yeah like, dude, i'm I felt so the same far way. yep <laughs> yeah but anyway so when hardcore came out i started watching like you were saying dovidas and other people and i was watching mr mammal as well i i that's how i got my first fire cape i was using his italy rock method and stuff okay yeah but uh yeah i started watching like these people getting hyped up for hardcore iron man and i'm like okay brand new start it is still iron man and you have one life and i was like that is the coolest thing ever and i am beyond like excited for this like this is like the coolest thing ever and i thought like it's it's a chance for me to experience something new like a brand new game mode that i never thought i'd be able to experience because i thought like all the game modes had already come out right and you're just kind of starting when everybody else had a huge head start but yeah that's kind of how i began i started as a hardcore got banned okay. as many people know you've heard in the cast yeah but, uh, yeah got banned for auto clicking alex like yep. four months <laughs> in got a got really addicted to the ranks and i figured i had a friend a buddy that was like, dude, I've I've auto out to ninety nine four times. You'll be fine, <laughs> man. I'm like, all right, let, let's give it a shot. Banned oh, literally man. the next day. So, oh man, great learning lesson. But yeah, Iron, I can I can never stray away from Iron Man at this point. I'm just so insanely addicted to it. Yeah, but yeah. What about you? So I've always been pretty competitive growing up. Like I said, I played baseball and stuff, and my friend and I, I, I have like two IRL friends who played the game. And one of them, we always had this competition back and forth who was like a higher total level. I would be like, oh, I'm 1,800. Then he would get like 1,820 and just back and forth, back and forth. And then I started going super hard, like I think freshman year of college. That's when like I started actually kind of playing. Like I learned like Abyssal Sire and like Zolra and Demonic Gorillas. That was like the extent of, you know, what I could do. But that was still a lot more than just killing green dragons and doing like quests and stuff like that. So he made a hardcore and because I got way ahead of him by like a hundred total levels or something. There was like no catching up. He made a hardcore and he was like, all right, so with my main and my hardcores combined total level, (laughs) uh, I'm beating you now. And I was like, oh no, no, I'm not going to have this. So then I made a hardcore and I was like, dude, like I got ahead of him. And then I was like, wait, this is kind of fun. Like trying to stay alive and always being like aware and, then seeing the the streamers and YouTubers like getting the items to flex and stuff like that, I was like, dude, this would be a lot of fun. So that's how I got into it. And then from there, I was just addicted to Iron Man. Like you, you get that first rune scimitar, you're like, bro, that is like the biggest armor weapon upgrade. 
you're just oh, hooked. It's insane. Just hooked. Yeah. Dude, I remember getting a dragon med helm. For, I was I don't don't even ask me why I was killing a Calphite uh guardian, like those big ones. <laughs> I was like ranging Calphite guardians at 40 range for no re- like I think I had a Calphite test. I was like, let's just try these big ones and safe spot them. I thought I was like <laughs> the biggest five head in the world. Like, yeah, safe spot. The big ones don't have better drops, bro, <laughs> that you can safe spot, yeah. Yeah, but uh I got a I got a D med and I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, oh my god, like this is like this isn't just a 60k alk. This is like yeah. legit armor, man. Yep. So, so what yep. made you get into streaming then? Because that must have been around the time you started streaming, right? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of the same thing. Um, I first found out about Twitch from one of Mr. Mammal's videos because he was, bro, he was like my number one. Like I was watching his videos like religiously, and I would hear him say, "Oh yeah, come watch me live on on Twitch or whatever." I was like, dude, what? Like, what is this Twitch everyone's talking about? Like, how how can you watch a YouTube video live? Like, this is like the coolest technology, bro. I was like, boomer. I did not know anything about like live streams. Yeah. So I I found out he had his like link below. I clicked on it. It took me to this website. I was like, wait. And he was like reading the messages from chat in real time. I was like, wait, that's so weird. Like, you see, you're just used to like YouTube comments or whatever. But after that, I was like, wait, this is so cool. Like, it's just live content you get to see things happen as they happen and so a little bit after that um i was like just getting into college i was like look i need something to do with my time i either need to get a job or like because i wasn't playing sports anymore so i I needed something so i was like look if i can start streaming and have this to work towards on the side while i'm taking all my classes like let's let's just see what happens i really enjoyed runescape like i enjoyed the aspect of like content creation trying to like entertain and whatnot i was like dude i i want to try this like maybe i can do this and kind of just went from there because yeah. i had i had the hardcore account that would be like decent stream content to start like so yeah i kind of just started and went from there That's really awesome. enjoyed it yeah i uh it is kind of interesting how like it i don't know if you felt the same but like before streaming it almost feels like you weren't built to stream that at least that, that's yeah all, that's all I yeah think. dude for sure it's just kind of like oh i'm not a streamer they're a streamer I, exactly i couldn't stream you know yep but uh yeah here here we both are it's it's yeah dude we've yeah. both come a long way man yeah and so i remember you going for an infernal cape oh yeah and uh I just remember you like I feel like you were struggling. I can't remember the whole context, but I felt oh, like I you definitely were struggling. Was. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden you're like speed running Inferno. I felt <laughs> like like right after you got the cape. And uh it was just really cool to see because around the time okay, so I I need to kind of know the time frame. Were you when did you get your first cape? God, first cape. Um That was twenty nineteen, right? It say. must have been, yeah. It wasn't last year. It must have been 2019 because there's no way it was 2018. Okay, did did you get yours before Fuse? I guess I'm going off of Fuse time frame because I think Fuse <sighs> got his in like May of 2019. I, I don't think I did because I think... Maybe it was, yeah, maybe it was <sighs> a little bit after. I'm I'm pretty sure Fuse got his first okay. because I, I I was really close friends with Golden Axe and still am. That's that's the homie. Yeah. Um. And I know Golden Axe and Fuse were pretty close. Yeah, I remember. I know Golden Axe got his. I can't remember. I'm gonna go find the tweet because I want to know now. Yeah. 
Now, I was just curious because around the time you were going for Infernal Cape, I can't remember if it was before or after, but I was going for it. Fuse was going for it. Fuse got right. his a little bit before me, which I'm just, I don't even like to admit, but no, <laughs> no but, uh, but like, I just felt like it was such an exciting time for her, like hardcores and Iron Man. Dude, yeah, it was insane. It was great. Yeah. And, uh, that was something I never, I never thought I'd be able to get an Infernal Cape. I don't know if you felt that way. 100%, 100%. I was like, dude, there's no way, like. <laughs> dude, were you, okay, so I was in, I was in school when the inferno was released and i was in like finals and stuff my my semesters were a little like scuffed but um it was around june ish and then like late june i was in finals but i just remember like i remember watching wooks going to bodhi going to zulu going to v the victim, victim. Yep, yep yep going to everybody and just being like Dude. like this is this is stupid hard like this is like beyond anything i could ever comprehend like there's no way like this this looks miserable to be in. Yeah, I was I was it. still a big noob at that oh, time. Yeah, like same. I was I was not even like I was just like that's something for those guys. Like that's just one of those challenges <laughs> that you get 40k viewers on Twitch if you do this, and that's how it is. Like I November third, twenty eighteen is when I got mine. Okay. Wait, so, November third, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. Oh yeah. Okay. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was okay. twenty eighteen. Right. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So maybe I am a little bit confused on the time frame, but I felt like you were, you got yours just right before or right after me. I got mine in June, but dude, so I, I must have started streaming in 2017 then, because yeah, yeah, I, I I definitely did because that was like a year after I started streaming because okay. that account still had all the progress to go. Yeah, that must have been so, it. Damn. So um, it's been a while. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. It's been a you, long time, man. It has this been is, a while. So November, November will be four years for me. Wow. So it's been over three years now. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. The time flies, bro. It's because COVID, man. Yeah. Made two years go by in like half a month, bro. <laughs> Not quite two years yet, but yeah, it's only been a year. That's the crazy thing. It's only been just over a year since like kind of COVID. Like uh... I, I guess I'm thinking like end of 2019 when yeah, things yeah, were yeah. sort of starting to trickle in. Yeah. So I, I guess even then, just a little bit over a year. But God, dude, it feels stuff feels like yesterday. Oh of. yeah, under the same time feels like ten years ago. Yeah, that that was such an exciting time. Like Inferno, honestly. Shout out Kieran. I think everyone can shout dude, him out. Shout for... out Kieran, bro. I've been saying, and we need more Kieran content. He but... he is incredible. What so? What is his position now? Because I know he moved I'm on not... from content development. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I want to say he's just doing some sort of like maybe management and that's what i want to say so- too. something like, beyond it sure. something to where i don't know it's, it's definitely better off but i, I, I miss i miss the kieran content dude yeah. yeah i hope i hope he enjoys it too i miss the kieran content chambers tob inferno so what are your thoughts on raids 3 do you think we do you think we can even like compare to like how good raids 1 is and even tob and inferno like do you think we're going to get something that tops all that I hope so. I want to be very optimistic. I really hope so. I'm. I really hope so because it's been a while, right? You know, it's been a while since Tob released. That was like the last big. I mean, you know, we had Nightmare, but that's. <laughs> I, I've never done a single Nightmare kill, so I guess I can't really weigh in on that too much. Nah, you can't. Opposite here. Anybody can I, weigh in on that. <laughs> it just. It didn't seem as appealing as like going through a whole raid and like having the big boss fight at the end with all the little bosses and puzzles in between, which. I guess chambers aren't really puzzle puzzles, but which I would like to see in Rage 3. I would like to see some 
puzzle puzzles. It, I, I don't know how to describe I it more than that, you. but I agree. I'm a huge it fan of awesome. like not just the content, but yeah, like I've said in tons of Sabercast, fast paced, don't lose momentum type puzzles where you just yes, like, zoom yes. through. Because, like, remember how thieving used to be? Where you would get, Dude, like, still one grub per chest? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot better than it used to be. And Ice Demon. Ice Demon used to get one chop per tree. Bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, dude. That was it was terrible. Like, they're, they're relatively bearable now. Yeah, at least yeah. compared to what they used to be. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, fast-paced. I, I like that idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, we're going to get... There are some questions for it. Um. But I really do hope. I know Kieran is not going to be the one working on it, but we do have very competent mods like Husky. Very dude, shout out Husky. Yeah, I trust. Honestly. I trust I, that guy. Like, I do. I, I I do. Honestly, yeah. I do. And so Arcane as well. I yeah, trust Husky Arcane. And um, yeah, I, feel, I trust their judgment moving forward because I feel like they're taking feedback relatively. Like they've had a lot of time to take feedback for Rage yeah. and stuff like that. So. I'm curious how Fasani's Nightmare is going to turn out. And I actually think, I know Nightmare is already a flex for any account to complete because it's just hours. It's like a, literally an hours game. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Fasani's Nightmare, as long as they execute it well and it's actually difficult and a little bit more fast-paced, just kind of gameplay, feels a little bit less monotonous. I think it might actually be quite a flex for a hardcore to get that transmog and the pet. Yeah, that's a good point because there's certainly going to be like more. I mean, they had one hit mechanics last time, right? Yeah, I think so. Like a 110 or something. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) So I I actually never did Fasani's Nightmare. I I wasn't doing I did Nightmare the first day and then I quit for like five months. I was like, I will never go back to this shithole like ever. And I but I remember a cold one was doing it and Curtis. And yeah, Curtis was dude. Curtis, I gotta give a shout out to him. He never cries, man. Like, dude, yeah, he has the yeah the grinder mentality. Just <laughs> keeps going without complaining. That man just stone cold, dude. Respect to Curtis, bro. Yeah. Respect to Curtis. I just remember he would die Seriously. and he would just laugh it off. I'm like, dude, I would be like pounding my desk. Like, <laughs> I would be uh, furious. Dude, I couldn't imagine dying at the end of a nightmare solo, like especially when you have like no no drops, so you're just <laughs> using like the bandos and whatever twenty five minute solo or whatever. Dude, Dude. It, it's <laughs> pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I I hope I hope Fasan is what they've said in their blog is that <clears throat> you will do or like nightmare will be doing less damage to you, like if you're playing correctly, but it'll be right. way more punishing when you get hurt. So it's like I at least feel because honestly. It's kind of gatekept by like your inventory in a way. If you're if you don't have max gear going into nightmare in a solo currently, like you gotta chug, like you gotta bring a bunch of brews and stuff because yeah, uh, just the fact that if you're not DPSing hard enough, you just don't have enough inventory spot for food. Um, but I really feel like Fasani's nightmare will be a good update. I'm like ninety nine percent sure it'll pass. I'd be very very surprised if it didn't. One thing I was curious on the they said they're making the drops like twenty percent more obtainable. How, do you understand how they're doing that? Are they making the actual items themselves more common, or are they just gonna be twenty percent faster because of the shortened kill times I th- and like the run there being I quicker? I think it's gonna be the shortened kill times is the main thing. Dude, okay. the way they worded that was just confusing. Cause it, yeah, I couldn't tell if they're just making the items like a 1 in 80 now instead of 
what is it now one in 100 to yeah. see something yeah like if they were doing that or if, i, I really know. hope they stay at a constant one in 100 that's what i was thinking too but one of my mods and i were kind of going back and forth because we both saw it and the way it was worded it kind of it, it could have been either way i think yeah uh we'll literally have to see when they say 20 percent, i feel like they're saying that as a very good number but i have a feeling it's going to be more like 30 percent faster. yeah yeah i could see that yeah and which yeah. good i guess like <laughs> I, I mean like it's, it's a pretty, it'll be pretty nice long grind. yeah and the Especially cool for someone in your position. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is like Fasani's Nightmare, as long as they do it correctly, it's not going to be something that can be like easily gold farmed and stuff. Right. Because it's just right. genuinely going to be tougher and you can only do it in a solo. And they said a, some sort of random new phase, right? Yeah. New mechanics, new special Dude, attacks. I like new, new mechanics. Yeah. I like new mechanics. That sounds cool to me. And I've definitely had my fair share of, you know, just a little bit over a thousand hours of solo nightmare. So I I feel relatively comfortable for a I don't, challenge. I don't know how you I don't know how you do that, man. You Dude. like all the Iron Man solo nightmare. Oh my god, man. Honestly, I have built I have like a new found sense of like confidence in this game because of Nightmare. The, yeah. the fact that I never ever thought I'd be able to like grind out nightmare especially solos like and then when you just build up the motivation to get into a certain item like you just want it so so bad i definitely understand it. like once you start going for something and then you're dry you're like okay at least i get like this i get it's sort of kind of like being stubborn it's like okay i've gone this dry i refuse to go this dry and then just not get the thing like i have to get it at this point yep yep yeah so i kind of kind of get that <laughs> But also, you have you have the further goals, like all the clues and stuff like that, that you'll need the gear for and everything. So yeah. I'd imagine that adds into it. Yeah, there's no way I would have ever went. I, I would have never gone to Nightmare if it wasn't for Seracnus being best in slot for elite clues. How many elite clues do you have to do? Like 50,000 or something? No. <laughs> okay, no, no. So I only have to do 10,000 elite clues, but that okay, ends up okay. being 500,000 Seracnus. Okay, right. I was confused because, dude, I heard yesterday in your stream, I heard you say something like, yeah, bro, I'm going to be killing 500,000 Seracnus, and that'll give me approximately 500 million red spider's eggs, <laughs> or like 50 million yeah, or something. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to need 400,000 Snapdragon seeds. I was like, dude, what? Yeah, that is that was kind of a joke, and there's no way I could ever like even use right, those. But, but ju just those numbers, man. It's, yeah. <sighs> no, and and like I, if nothing changes, like so, in a perfect ideal world, let's say I. Fasani's Nightmare comes out in two months. I get the mace very next kill. I start the Seragnus grind. It'll literally take five straight years of <laughs> killing it. And people are like, how the hell could you do that? And honestly, clues are my favorite content in this entire game. And so like doing like clues all day sounds amazing because you're right. constantly opening these caskets and everybody loves casket openings. And uh -huh. so it's, just, yep, yep. it's just like super addicting. So it, and it's not just, oh, I got to kill this boss. For this long, it's like you're constantly leaving, going to do a clue, having fun with it, and so. So I'd imagine you're you're very happy when they made the clues stackable, so you can do like. Do, do you like stacking them up, or do you like opening as you get them? So yeah, the caskets are stackable. Um, I'm, yeah, I guess I guess yeah, I mean caskets. Yeah, yeah. Just just to like point out there, I'm against stackable clues, but yeah, I know okay. you. Mean, I know you meant okay. caskets. Um, okay. I actually hate stacking, but Maudelena on Twitter said that in poll 76, which is the next poll, they're going to be polling, changing the elite 
uh, third age rate. Okay. Back to like they're reverting it. Well, they're pulling to revert it, which is really dumb that they're pulling it. But I understand that. In my, right. tr- I'm trying to take a step back and see it as an unbiased point of view, and I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. I can I can respect that they're pulling it, but. I've definitely heard you're worrying that that people are just going to see. Let's make third age more common. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, like I, it's literally the way things pass. If you if you wanted something to pass, anything could come into the game as long as you word it correctly. Like you can like right. word something in a completely different way and make something pass, and then word something in a different way and make it just absolutely not pass. So yeah, yeah, I agree. It depends, but. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, those are those are my goal. I don't know. Um, you're on your what? What what hardcore is this? This is my third. I don't I don't really have any super super long term goals like that. I kind of just I really I feel like it's one of those things. Once you start playing hardcore, I guess until I run out of stuff to do on a hardcore, like I'll probably keep going. And when I can just create new goals, I wouldn't want to do like just the same grinds I've done the same way all over again. But for example, this account now my third one. I'm I'm doing things like a lot different. Like I just I got my dragon pickaxe this morning from doing the venonatus rather than like KBD last time. Um like I got an ACB this time as opposed to just rune crossbow last time. Just fun to go for the items I didn't get on the last one, I guess. Yeah. And each one is like my very first hardcore compared to now, I've definitely changed a lot as like I don't I don't be like, oh I'm a, a a gamer but as as a runescape player like i've definitely learned a lot about game mechanics and like i was barely killing zora on my first one yeah so. no and your account is a beast right now i was looking at your you have a nibbler pet ulm pet dude <laughs> pet like what is going on like yeah i don't i don't know about yeah I'll, dude i don't know about the pets those are i don't know what's going on there but wait how many account, is, it's is that, wait you have what five or six pets i want to say I have the the squirrel, the agility pet. Okay. I have the nibbler. I have the omelet, and then the venonatus pet. So I have okay. four. Okay. I actually got another venonatus pet uh, yesterday. Like, <laughs> oh <but. laughs> <my> God. <laughs> so yeah. two of those guys. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty a pretty cool stacked stacked account. Those are really like tough or long hour pets. So I really want to get the dust, man. Like I now I feel like the omelet's the hard one to get out of the way. I really want to do CMs and get the dust for it. Yeah. No, hundred percent. That like you can basically. I was tr- I was kind of memeing at one point, but I was like, dude, honestly, the dust is something you can just AFK. Like you can, just, it's like Castle Wars if you wanted it to be. Just just sit in a CM with some people and just leech. I, <laughs> I just think eventually get a dust. Yeah, actually, you could do that. I didn't think about that. As long as you're making time, you could. <laughs> yeah, I think, literally. I think I'm gonna get the Dragon War- Warhammer and then just do like basically recline, recline like hour long solos, just prep a shit done and have fun doing it eventually get the dust and get some purples along the way that's like that'll be a good way of going so what in your opinion is better tob or chambers chambers 100 percent, bro i'm not a top fan bro i don't like it's good content i don't mean it like that i just don't personally for some reason like having the rooms all in the same order and having to get a team to do it yeah it, oh i hate that bro i understand why they do it and again like you've I also never having... really got to experience it without yeah, like I've the only... stress like of, Ex- that's true that's true point. i've always done either tobs on the hardcore or practicing for the hardcore yeah so i've never had a chance to really do it with like a scythe and just doing yeah. trios or four mans with the boys or whatever yeah, i can see that 
yeah that's I just gotta don't be like having a funded team yeah no i hate that especially when you're like streaming it sitting exactly. at top bank and you're like all right let's try to get some viewers and then or like let's try to get some some people on my team and then like viewers come in and they're like hey i want to be on your team and you're like I'm yeah like, i want this person but like you just ask and now it's just awkward because it's just and like, especially on a hardcore because like i want to oh, go with people yeah. that i can definitely trust and that i've talked with before that i kind of you know we know how each other play Oh, that makes it a lot worse, I imagine. So, I mean, yeah, that, that just adds to it. But Chambers, you can just go there, scout a raid yourself, and go do a solo. I love it. Yeah, I love that place. I love the old mechanics, too. Almost so much fun. Okay, let's quickly go into the Twitter thread. I have The first question I saw was from Sekon. He asks, if you could change one thing about the hardcore Iron Man game mode, what would it be? I'd probably make everything dangerous, like like retrospectively though. I wouldn't do that now, but if I could change one thing about when the game mode was released, I would make everything dangerous death, like pest control, barbarian assault, inferno, everything. <laughs> pest control, goddamn. Like it's harsh. Yeah. I don't know. It, some things, it's like, how would you really do that? But oh, okay, so you're saying inferno? Fun, I feel like. uh, yeah, even inferno. I would like for inferno to be dangerous death. Wow. Because yeah, you can you can definitely get Inferno to a point. I mean, unless you take a Zuck hit, like something like that. It's I guess that's the same as doing like Dragon Slayer two boss though, right? Yeah, but yeah. It, you can definitely get to a point where, and this would only be if you could telly out. Because if you couldn't telly out, then yeah, yeah. But you, you can recognize if a spawn's bad enough to where you're gonna get hit hard enough. You you would be able to telly out. So it'd be rough, but imagine the flex, dude. Oh, hardcore with the cape dangerous death that'd be awesome like you see like i think a cold one's hardcore iron man solo tob is like insane because you had one shot like well i yeah. mean you, you had multiple shots if you tell it out but like if you mess up one time like yeah it's over yeah. restart account get full guthans get all that stuff again like yep yeah yep okay i think so, that's i think that's best hardcore achievement to date yeah best best i mean, I mean probably most people probably agree but yeah i would agree um okay so i'm kind of curious it just came into my mind so they're polling actually i don't know i think it already passed i think uh where you can have like a crystal somebody like one of your teammates in tob can have a crystal to tell another person yes that passed correct yes i think it did okay um what are your thoughts on that i like that a lot dude because with the top mechanics if you dc even if a boss is not attacking you, like if you log out inside of a room, if you six hour log, it's death. Yeah. I I don't like that at all, dude. It just makes me feel when I go in there, you're just trapped. Like you can't do anything. <laughs> so the fact that if you DC and someone can at least get you out, like I kind of like that. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I think it's a great update. And there's people like, dude, I don't understand. I don't know. I actually don't understand. I don't think I've, listen to somebody that's against it and their argument against it is it just because it's unfair for people that have already died or something like what, yeah, what is I, it what I, is a valid argument against that i i i would imagine that's it it's just like oh i didn't i i dc there so now if you dc you have to die the same way <laughs> i mean like it, it shouldn't be like that yeah i would understand if it's something like i don't know like a ring of life that teleports you under 30 hp or something like yeah that's ridiculous but yeah this is your 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 teammate has to sacrifice inventory spot probably like yep. it's it's really only dc prevention so 
because I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, the reason I was even brought that up is because in a in like in in a different reality where every single thing is dangerous in the game, I th- I almost think it would be really cool as if there was like a crystal similar to that TOB crystal that's coming, like a, like a like you can teleport somebody else out of a dangerous okay. content if yeah. for everything. Right, right. Like, imagine you're in the Inferno, and then you lag or something, and you're on streaming, and then you, like, yell at your friend, like, hey, like, hurry up, click the crystal, yeah. like, I DC'd or something. Like, because Dude, that, yeah. like, that would be, that would literally solve everything, I feel like. Or you could Dude. even just have an alt on your phone or something, and whenever, Yeah, like, just ready, yeah, yep. ready to click. Dude, that would be awesome, yeah. That's, like, perfect DC prevention, and... Can, yeah, can, can we add this now? This is, like, <laughs> all my hardcore problems solved. Yeah, If like, I die to my own mistake... I'll accept it, bro. But like, I hate having the DC in the back of my head. Like, the game could just freeze and then I'm dead. Like, yeah, it's happened before. It happened to so many other people. It sucks. So, uh, still going on that topic. What What would you say? So, I think the J mods have been very clear. They're never going to change it. But if there was a poll to make chambers not safe, would like. Would you personally vote yes to that if it was just chambers? They're just changing, it, or would you rather just keep it the way it's always been? I would, I would keep it the way it's always been. But from release, I would, I would like for it to be dangerous because yeah. that's that's even more like a hardcore with a twisted bow. Oh my dangerous, gosh! Like, that would be you're insane. getting portaled across the room. Like imagine doing Vasa, you get Telly to five <laughs> HP instantly, dude. Yeah, that's insane. I, yeah, I wish it was released dangerous, but I wouldn't want them to go back and like make it dangerous now. Yeah okay interesting okay so dave asks your most proud pvm achievement next pvm goals or other goals in game and will is offspring with rsgf surpassed (laughs) as the greatest ever jesus christ we'll go with Uh, the first one first most um, proud pvm achievement most proud pvm achievement um i was thinking about this one a little there's kind of three the MSB RCB the Infernal Cape I did on this new hardcore account that's that's definitely up there. That's base. Um, no pillar Inferno that's definitely up there. And then I think this one would have to take the cake just because it's like a flex. It's like the first the the first hardcore corrupted gauntlet um, on day release. I think I would have to say it's probably my favorite because that's the only thing I, I was the first hardcore to do. And I always thought that was super cool, like, being the first to do something on an account that can't die. Yeah. And that was back when, like, the tier three prep, like, was damn near impossible. You needed, like, 19 of each supply instead <laughs> yeah. of 13. The Hunlift hit harder, like, through prayer. He hit, like, 20s through prayer. There was no animation for when he's changing. The demi bosses were all different. Yeah. So, probably that. That, that one was pretty cool. Sick. So... Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's let's. I'm gonna oh, continue yeah, then, on. Yeah, before. sorry, more. No, no. Be- before I, before I'm like trying to cut in because I'm just I want to like okay, pick yeah, your yeah. brain, but of but course, yeah, dude, of course, always. So I'll I'll just go quickly, but um, no, I'm, this is a long question. I'm let's continue with it. No, actually. dude, great. if you want to get into, it, I'm happy to get okay. into so anything. In an ideal situation, let's just say, you know, you have like a you're going to be playing this game for the next foreseeable future. And what is like the list of things, like what is the list of content you would do in order if you just never died and you could just keep progressing your hardcore? Like 
in a perfect world, like what would actually be your goals? Because he's saying your next PVM goals or other goals in game, but like right in, in an ideal situation where you just keep progressing, never die. What is the stages of content that you go through, and would you plan on completing it? So I guess right now, it's again the stuff I didn't do last time, but at the same time I love chambers, so I'm like also doing chambers again. Um, right now it's kind of just get the few items I need for like decent solo CM. I want to get the Magic Fang and Dragon Warhammer. And then I think I'll be able to do solo CMs and just raids in general. Um, kind of work towards the T-Bow. And I would like to do Bandos on the side to get a Bandos hill so I can kill Corp because I never killed Corp on Hardcore. Oh, so yeah. I'd like to get a shield from there and then Tob. At so- it's hard to say. There's so many things I want to do yeah. that I haven't really planned them out like in the future like that it's kind of just like step by step like right now it's get those two items hammer magic fang and then um i i'd like for there to be, be new content i guess that would be a big goal if rage 3 comes being one of the first hardcores to do rage 3 um get it get a rage 3 item or something yeah. other than that though like a lot of the stuff i did a lot of the stuff on the last hardcore with like god wars and i never did nightmare do you have any desire to do Nightmare? Let's just okay. Let's let's say this. Let's say you have fully completed CM chambers, all items, pet kits, everything. Dust. Uh-huh. You have fully completed Tob. Raids three has not come out. It's been delayed. Like, do you go? And okay, and let's let's even add on to it. Now you have all three spirit shields somehow. Okay. <laughs> like, do you go to Nightmare at that point, or are yeah, you just like? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Like just assuming all I... this stuff is done. Like, I would also like to max at some point. I've never maxed on this game. I, I didn't think about that. I think maxing would be really cool, but I don't know if I would max on a non-hardcore, which sounds weird. But skilling, for some reason, skilling to me is very enjoyable on a hardcore, but on a regular Iron Man, I don't enjoy it at all. <laughs> it makes no sense, dude. Yeah, no, no sense. I, but for, I don't. It's not even high scores. Like I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. No. I, I think I felt the same way when I played a hardcore. I uh, when I first died on this current account, so this was, this was a hardcore as well. But when I first died, I was just fried for like three weeks. Probably I was barely yeah. playing. I was just like, do I just remake again? Or and I wasn't a content creator at this point. I was just doing my own thing. This is like 2017, and uh, yeah, but like you kind of go through a burn phase. But if, if you can push through it, and of course everyone's different. Like I know there's a bunch of dedicated hardcores you're one of them i see like mutts is one of them even bogey yep. is one of them like foe yep. every like there's a <laughs> bunch of content creators that are just dedicated to hardcore only like they will they are just set on it and so yeah i had to push myself like naturally i just wanted to kind of remake but i just was like okay let me just try to enjoy this iron man first first time being a gray helm let me just accept it for what it is and eventually i just accept it now i love it more than hardcore of course but i so when i died on my first hardcore that's the one i don't know if you remember the one that died to zora because of the daylight savings thing yep that was when Um, i first started watching you by the way (laughs) like right then (laughs) okay yeah so that's how the first hardcore died i had zero desire to play on that account after i i didn't even play for like a day after i think i like almost instantly de-ironed and remade and then that remake that account had like 6,600 hours on it when it died. Damn. T- 
ton of PVM. Like, like I even had like, like, bro, I'm not the biggest skiller myself, but I had a lot of scaling done on there. Wait, you had yeah. 6,600 hours on that first account. Um, on, on the second oh, account, oh, the okay, one that okay. the one that DC'd at TOB, the first one had like 2k hours or something, dude. I played this game a lot. Fuck. Damn, but, that's a, I had no. Okay, so but yeah, you're talking about the second one because I was like the first one. There's no way it would that far, but yeah, so it, the first it had, one was like 2k hours. You said yeah, roughly 2k hours. All all of them have had 93 Slayer and stuff. So that I mean that's only like what 100 hour grind, 200 hours or something. But that it, I guess that kind of goes to show the scaling and stuff and side stuff i've put into the accounts rather than just like pvm yeah so yeah like 2k hours and then like 65 or 6600 hours and then how many on does this, the, one have? this one is i want to say close to 2k again damn yeah Maybe i have, I have some hefty hours on this account so i'm not yeah I'm not judging yeah i can imagine i can imagine <laughs> yeah damn but you know the more or less excuses a lot of it's been through content creation and stuff like that and yeah. i don't know if you're if you're enjoying yourself and if you're staying healthy and stuff like i don't know have fun everyone has their hobbies yeah so dying on a 6600 hour hardcore what like was it was it okay, because so, you're a streamer that made you want to recreate yeah okay so i i kind of just went on and forgot the original point i was trying to make <laughs> yeah go ahead um i i, I actually enjoyed iron man after 6600 hours Having like freedom to do whatever, I instantly went and that's when the rev services were still there. Mm. I instantly paid my 250 mil and did like two weeks of revs. Dude, I had a blast, bro. That was some of the most fun I've had on the game, killing revs. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's such a different experience than RuneScape dude, that you know. It, it's <laughs> like, so cool. It's like you have your own little sectioned off area. You're just like farming away at your revs, dude. Oh, that was awesome. It's like it doesn't even feel like RuneScape. It feels like you're playing yeah, a different game. Almost. Dude, it, it really does. It really does. Yeah. Um. I, I remade at that point, I think probably more so for streaming than myself. Um, I had a few people reach out. Roydy was one of them. Shout out to Roydy, dude. Shout um, out Roydy. And say, look, like you're you're at a, a point with your stream where people didn't get to see the come up of your last account. I started getting some traction when that account was getting to top and everything like that and doing like higher level bossing. So him and a few others say, look, like this would be a good time. Now people could see you from the ground up, make a new account and like follow the progress the whole way through. And I was like, yeah, you know, that would be definitely beneficial for streaming. I'm sure. So I remade instantly. I played it for like a week and then I kind of, I don't know. I kind of, I just wasn't really feeling it. So I stopped it for a little while and I was kind of not streaming as much at that time, playing a lot off stream, doing like revs and, I think that's when I did my bandos grind on the iron for the hill. And then, I don't know, at some point I kind of rekindled the idea of hardcore. I was like, I want to do this again. So I picked it back up and I was like, I'm going to go for a low level infernal cape. I think that'll be a good challenge for myself. And it's not a super long-term goal where I have to grind like thousands of hours yeah. of items, but it was a hard enough goal to where it would take me a long time but it, like not locked again behind like a thousand slayer levels or all these boss kills or this or that. Yeah. And yeah, kind of just went from there. The stream started enjoying that ground and everything. So yeah, it's, I guess more so I, I wanted to do what I enjoyed because I'm sure people have told you this, you know, this other people know this when you're streaming something you don't enjoy, like people can tell, like people oh, definitely yeah. know. So 
I kind of just got that feeling after that was kind of that week where I was just playing the new hardcore, like not enjoying it. Like people could tell. Yeah. So I don't know. Kind of just wanted to do something that I would really like doing. And that was partially taking time off streaming and then coming back like fresh, enjoying a new hardcore actually, instead of like forcing myself to do it. So anyways. Okay. Dave's final question is, will your offspring with RSGF <laughs> surpass Wooks as the greatest ever. Dude, I need someone to train my agility and give me marks of grace anyways. So <laughs> he's we, staying we, away. <laughs> he is staying away from Inferno. He is going to be a dedicated <laughs> skiller for you. Yeah, yeah. There, there's the question. I, I need I need my stamina so I can I, go do raids. <laughs> I gotta I gotta be honest. I'm I'm super happy for both of you. And uh I think it's Thank just you. I think it's great that you guys got together and I you guys are both incredible gamers. Like RSGF, is she the first? I, I don't want to. In case I'm accidentally like <laughs> incorrect about this, she was the first girl to solo theater blood. Am I right? Yeah, okay. yeah. As far as as far as I know, and as as far as she knows, and I think everyone else, yeah, I think she was. That's very impressive. So yeah, I always thought that was super cool. She did No Pillar Inferno recently too. Jesus, She's done both now. It's like that's like the two. <laughs> I feel like the two big challenges of PVM. Yeah, that's solo yeah. top. I guess blood fury makes things a little bit different, but she did it before that even. So yeah, that's insane. And then like obviously you, you with all your achievements, I just think it's awesome. Okay, <laughs> Andy, thank you, Con. So he asked this. I need to make a correction before we get into it, but he says you've both enjoyed and at times perhaps hated Inferno speeds. I have. Just to confirm, <laughs> I have never done Inferno speedruns. I think my PB is ninety minutes. I've done four capes total. I've died since I got my cape. I think I've failed like six tasks and only completed three of them. So okay. I'm not great at the Inferno. But for you, what's a few of your Inferno tips for upcoming speedsters? And what's your thoughts on upcoming three tasks with the ability to store a further three for a total of six? Oh, I just that is with those storable I, tasks. I think you can store three, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I like the I like the tasks and storing stuff. The only downside to that is. Those will be coming when we get the blowpipe nerf. So, like, the Inferno speedruns we know now will be not what we have then when we get the storable tasks. True. So, it's like it's like a blessing and a curse. Um, even though it's not going to make that much of a difference. As far as I've heard, the blowpipe is going to be, like, a minute to a minute and a half difference with, uh, with Dragon Darts. Mm. Um, tips are up-and-coming speedsters. I don't know. You kind of just got to, like, try to learn. You gotta, I don't know, I definitely pushed myself and I died a lot trying to learn new things. Like, I would just go try an off-tick, and if you die, you just, you try it again until you get it. Because when you get that, when you get it right, best feeling, dude. You're, like, flicking everything, and it's just like, oh my god, I'm not dead. We're going fast. Yeah. Um, The downside is Turial skipping. That's kind of what burnt me out from going for the sub-50 I was doing. I was trying to go for a few weeks ago. Dying on wave 15, because you're just sending trying to go as fast as you can and then having uh, to turn skip for another 45 minutes to four hours geez, depending on how long and then to only die on 15 again it definitely hurt yeah so um yeah i don't know i i enjoyed inferno speeds though they were a lot of fun after i did like all my kc on the last account just hunting the pet not really speed running kind of just trying to go quickly while staying alive yeah yeah that's i <clears throat> I see Inferno speeds. I know it would take many, many hours of practice to like get to the point where I just really enjoy them. 
because currently Inferno is stressful for me. I the yeah, last cape, yeah. the last cape I did I did was I think literally a year and a half ago. Okay, I just I just don't do that content. I do, I don't even whenever I do Slayer, I literally do Konar Slayer, so I don't even have a chance to get a Zook task. Okay, I see. So it's just I got my four capes. I felt like I could do if I got a Zook task. I feel like I could do it if I went slow enough and was just kind of focused and stuff but yeah i'm not a speed runner but those do look enjoyable because with the things i have kind of speed ran like i used to kind of speed run chamber solos like two years ago okay. that was really enjoyable um but i never went super hard to the point where whenever i go super hard i get stressed out and then i don't like it yeah yeah that's understandable yeah and this was back when like chamber solos was like you had to bring like a bulwark and like yeah everything yeah, for rope skip and then you could just t-neck get, and everything now <laughs> you and, could just get yeah. dicked on and then just the whole run's over and you're like well that just like, you know i just spent two mil or five mil on this raid layout like oh my gosh yeah i used to enjoy chamber speedrunning too what a fun it's pretty I think, cool um, how far they've come with i that. think with the inferno i think a lot of my interest in it and i guess goes to speedrunning too Dude, I used to be the biggest noob. I tried so long to get a fire cape back in the day, and I never got one. <laughs> I, I, I just always got so scared at Chad, and I, I died. I, I couldn't count how many times when I was a kid Damn. trying to get a fire cape. I didn't get my first fire cape until like 2015, I think. So I, I doing that, I always loved those like wave-based challenges where you fight the noob thing, then you fight two noob things, and then it goes from there. Yeah. So Inferno was just like a fire cape on steroids basically so i, I kind of always wanted to learn and get better at that so i guess that's where the speed running stuff comes from i i'm gonna give a shout out to i'm not i don't i don't really know this guy but jimbo i think you've heard of jimbo yeah uh, yeah jimbo blowpipe that's the boy yep he i don't know him that well i know of him but he has started he's gonna be starting his own podcast about getting guests on for speed running and stuff i did see that actually yeah, yeah so i'm, I'm really excited in fact i am just going to shout out if anybody in the next coming week starts their own podcast i'm going to shout you out because i love listening to podcasts and i love doing podcasts i think a little bit more just you know being the action being the person talking to the guest i think is just so much fun but i really have been craving some podcast content so i'm really excited so i just give them a little shout out yeah, shout out to Bo. Okay. Um <clears throat> we talked about this a little bit before. We'll just get into it right now. Um so Raiku asks, um, in fact, we can go into this whole topic. So about two years ago, uh, okay, there was yep, yep. there was accusations about real world trade and stuff like that. And you can just kind of go into this. I would rather you tell it because you're on the cast. And, uh -huh. um, but yeah, there was, there was a couple topics on that. A lot of them were kind of like meme trolling and stuff, but I want to hear it from your point of yeah. view and just the whole situation in general. So this, this question asks, um, when, all, when all that stuff happened, were you afraid to get canceled by the OSRs community or you couldn't stream anymore? General thoughts. Um, so like all, all I can tell the people is I, I didn't real world trade my twisted bows. Um, they're gonna believe what they want. There's been enough evidence that's come out, like the screenshot that the hacker took. I know a lot of people uh, know the hacker. It's the same guy who who got Coxie and stuff like that when his main account got compromised. 
um, I was definitely worried. And I think that's a big reason why I reacted the way I did and even still do. Like, I didn't want to be known as a liar, someone who's like going to do something that's, I guess, frowned on by a large part in the community. A lot of other people would be like, dude, who cares? Yeah. But it's just one of those things that's kind of looked down upon, you know? Yep. And that was also a time where I was getting a lot of support from like Bodie and bigger streamers like Foe and Sick Nerd. I was starting to make some connections and stuff. And I don't know, not that they would care much, but still, like I didn't, I didn't want those people that I looked up to to be like, oh, this guy's just going to like sell his shit and again, do something that's looked down upon. So a lot of it was just people calling me a liar being like, oh no, I, I know you did that. Cause if they were in my situation, that's what they would have done. And I think that's why a lot of people were so certain um, about, you know, what I did. Yeah. So I, I was worried that people would cancel me and stop watching me and this and that. Um, but I, I, I just kept streaming. I was like, look, all I can do is keep streaming. And if people want to come find, and I know I got a lot of viewers and a lot of new people who, came and found out about my stream and were like, damn, this, this is not the guy I thought uh, he would have been. And that stuck around and are still here today. So, What was the overall <clears throat> um, just feelings, I guess? Because I have not experienced... I've So, short little story. I quote-unquote scammed a TiVo two years ago when... Okay. Uh, <laughs> And uh, it was like a mini, it was like a mini attempt at canceling me. And uh, again, this is back when I had like 20 viewers, maybe like mm -hmm. on average. And so it wasn't that big of a deal. And we've moved past it. And if you guys are actually curious, maybe I'll make a ramble on it one day and just talk about it. But I felt so shitty to have somebody make a Reddit post, very one-sided about how much of a jerk you are or something or just... Something like that, like, this guy's not who we think he is. Exactly. And, and very one-sided, and then everybody piles on. Dude, with exactly. No, with no further context. And they've now decided what they believe, and there is no going back. And it was just a really shitty situation in the moment. And I felt like... And then there were people coming into my stream saying, Hey, fuckface, like, wh why'd you scam this guy's TiVo? And it's just like, dude, dude I don't oh even want to go into it because it's not worth it because you're just, you're just looking to, like cause drama yep but um what was your i guess feelings on that because it's happened yeah. to, it's happened to people like streamers dude it's a, it's the same thing it's like i know what i did and to have people telling me i did something different like they're so sure of it it just feels shitty like you want to prove yourself somehow but you just look it, it i don't want to say it makes you look stupid but when you're just sitting there basically like pleading or trying to say everything you can to give whatever evidence it's a shitty feeling when people are continuously call, uh, calling you liar, especially on top of that, when my paranoid ass was trying to figure out how I got hacked, yeah. going through all of my computer stuff. And I'm, I'm not very, very knowledgeable when it comes to like, or at least I wasn't when it came to like internet security and two factor authentication. I thought all that shit, I was like, bro, I have my password set. I'm fine. I have two-factor authentication on, like, the RuneScape account. I'm good. Yeah. So on top of trying to clean my PC and figure this and that out, like, bro, it, it was a very stressful time. I was, like, using the same password for all my shit back then. So yeah, That's got to be stressful. Yeah. Dude, I was, like, trying to change all my bank information. And 
this and that. And dude, big shout out to Exact because he helped me a lot. And there was a lot of other people too. But he, he was like helping me out every day, like getting this scan and helping me find this file and getting this protected. And so big thanks to him. And again, everyone else who helped me get all my stuff secured. Awesome. But yeah, it was just a very, very, very stressful time. It was, it was not very much fun. And it, to make it fucking worse, it was on April Fool's. It was on April 1st that this shit happened. Oh, God. So that just <laughs> made things that much worse, dude. That's yeah, awful. it was. That's it was really awful. It was a rough time. Yeah. Yeah. We moved and, that we're here now. Yeah. And the community in general is going to think what they want about anything. And you cannot. There is absolutely no way to please everybody. And exactly. I even consider myself a people pleaser. I try to be friends with people. I don't. I don't actively look for enemies. And I try to. I've always kind of been like trying to make friendships rather yeah, than just. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'm. I'm the same. Yeah, and so it really sucks when somebody just straight up hates me, and there's nothing I can do about it. I just. But I've gone. I've gotten to that point now. Where it's just like, well, this is just the world we live in, where you you cannot please everybody, no matter. Yeah, what you it, do. It, like once you realize some people are gonna stay, some people are gonna like your stream, some people are gonna go. Like you can't please everyone. Kind of accept that, live with it. It's it's been a lot nicer. Like I I just if people come in talking shit, I've been a lot more likely to just be like, you, you're leaving. I don't need you in my stream. You're banned. Yep. Like goodbye. It's simple as that. But. I, I, this is one of the topics I heard you talk about in one of the previous casts. Like early on, when you only have like three, four viewers, it's like, damn, I don't want to ban this guy because he's like yeah. one of the people I need to help me get to that seventy-five viewership mark or whatever. Yeah, it. Yeah, I was talking to Uncle about it. Just and it's really uncomfortable when they just barely make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, where it's like yep. there's nothing they've actually done wrong, but you're just not in your element with when they're around. Yep, and you exactly. just have to clear them. But it's yeah, it's just awful when you're a low viewer. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think we both have <clears throat> at least I mean, I'll speak for myself, but I have a lot of empathy toward streamers and other people that are like have exposure and then get I, I, I the word cancel is just it's almost like a it's like cringy yeah, for me to say I, I, but no like, dude I, bro i i definitely understand i definitely understand but i have empathy for people that you know make a mistake or, you know or get accused of something and everybody forgets like they forget about like sympathy for a person they just fucking hate them and it's just yep. awful to see and i have i have empathy toward it so just yep i i'm the same yeah i, I feel like people should be given second chances like mistakes happen and shit like, obviously, some shit is worse than others. Like, some people yep. don't deserve second chances, depending on things. But yeah, a lot yeah. of times, a lot of times, I agree. People deserve second chances and and empathy. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely feel for people. Like, I put myself in their shoes when they're going through something. And, like, I you know, intoxicated Jamal went through something recently with his account getting hacked. And he went through the same shit I did. I was just like, damn, seeing someone else go through that exact same stuff, everyone call you a liar and say you did this and that. That's yeah, yeah. a shitty feeling. Okay. People should look from different sides. Yeah. I. It's very tough because when you see a post on Reddit, like, for example, just bring up the Swampletics drama that happened however long oh, ago. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. It's like, it's just like nobody i feel like when i see a thread nobody can actually use like an unbiased like take a step back and see this from like 
an educated point of view. It's just almost just like I hate Swampletics more now, or like I'm defending him because I've always loved him. It's just like there's no like yeah, there's yeah, exactly. It's just like hatred or love. It's just like dude, like we can I don't know. Just we can just see this from like a just take a step back. Yeah, yeah unbiased opinions, please. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's happened a bunch of times, but I definitely feel empathy for the creators themselves that go through it. And anyway, moving on. <clears throat> Lopsy asks, what were your first goals mindsets when starting streaming? How has this changed over time? And what are you looking forward to now that streaming can take full focus? And then he also says, what was first stream you watched? You thought, bro, this is sick, bro. I'm going to stream, bro, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I guess that second one first. Um, like we were talking about earlier, when I, I first saw Mr. Mammal stream, I was like, dude, this is awesome. You can, like, do this live. Like, this is no better time now when, I, when I'm going to school and stuff like that. I can uh, just, like, stream on my off time and stuff. I had little bit of money saved up from whatever i'd help from my parents and stuff like that i had academic scholarships so that that all helped being able to just kind of stream and see what happens from there um I, like i don't want to i don't want it to sound like i was doing it to try to make money instantly like i wanted to do something that i enjoyed doing yeah and i'd always enjoyed kind of entertaining people i guess um so i i just wanted to see where I could go, what I could do. Um, yeah, so I guess that ties into the mindset as well, goals. I didn't really have any huge goals. Like, I didn't really have the goal of getting partnered. I kind of just wanted to stream and have people in there that I could talk to. I always thought it was really cool that you can just meet people from all around the world with streaming, like, especially with RuneScape. People from Europe, the UK, Australia. Like, I would have never met any of these people if it wasn't for streaming and RuneScape. So that was a really cool thing, wanting to meet new people. Um, looking forward to now that streaming can take full focus. I would like to eventually get to the point where I could branch out and like play other games and um, maybe not only focus on playing RuneScape. It would, I, I feel like be a fun mix-up like once a week or once every other week. I feel like variety streaming would be really fun at some point, but I think I'm still a pretty far away away from that. Yeah. But it's a good, good goal to have, I think. Work towards. Yeah. Uh, what do you see now? So you started streaming three and a half years ago at this point. What do you... Is there something, I guess, that you've seen early on that you kind of wish you had known? Like, something you wish you had known like three and a half years ago when you started streaming that you see now and you're kind of like... I don't know. I guess I guess the question is kind of directed toward like people that wanted to get into content creation. Is there something? You yeah, like advice them? that I could give yeah. myself, I guess. Yeah. So I, I forgot this actually, but Mr. No Sleep was also another one of the ones that I was watching uh, when I first started watching Twitch. And I just asked him like one day in his chat, like, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start streaming? And he just said consistency and networking. And th those are kind of the two things I, I still tell people consistency is huge you want to you want people to like stick around and watch you you gotta maybe try to do things at the same time or have the same content or because when you first start those first few streams like someone might pop in but you need those people to stick around so you want to give them something that they can like look forward to coming back to and stuff like that you know yep 
and then repeat that. And then networking, networking is huge. Just making your way around, meeting other streamers, like talking in other chats. And again, not even, not for the goal of like, I'm just networking. I'm trying to get my name out there, but it's really cool to meet new people. You host each other and you meet people from those hosts and meet new streamers from there and join discords and this and that. Yeah. So those, those two things I think, uh, would be pretty big, but I'm trying to think something that I've learned on my own. Um, I mean, everyone says it, just be yourself, have fun, like do what you want to do. People can tell when you're not having fun and you're doing something you're forcing yourself to do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I guess one thing I would, if I were to, I guess advice for a new streamer, if I were to like go back and tell my, past self what to do is just kind of just um take i don't know just don't get taken advantage of almost as a stream when you're first starting out as a streamer you're you're so nice to everybody yes (laughs) you're just like so nice and you think everybody's like uh, has you know your best interest in mind but like that's a really good point actually be 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 confident with yourself it is tough because it's streaming on twitch there's nothing very glorious about saying hi i stream to five people every day like you don't even want to admit it like you just so it's this like confidence you have to give yourself that hey like everything's gonna be okay and i think that's just a great piece of advice to just if you're starting out streaming be confident with yourself set your own rules you know if somebody's making you feel uncomfortable tell them uh in fact i would i feel like i've potentially made streamers feel uncomfortable maybe like i don't know because most streamers are just polite enough to just not make a scene out of it or anything but right you know you can you can politely say when somebody's like if a viewer is making you feel uncomfortable you just politely say like hey like knock it off or just don't do that yeah just like and, chill out a little bit or yeah yeah and like the time out whatever yeah. um but yeah i guess mine is just be confident with yourself as much as you can be Yep, I would agree. But we can, if anybody, if any streamers listening, we all, most of us go through when you're starting from like the bottom level of Twitch and building your way up. It's it's hard to like have that confidence already. It's easier once you get a little bit more exposure and stuff, dude. Especially when like the messages in your chat are just like one every thirty minutes or something. Like <laughs> that that wasn't okay. That's another big one. I used to talk to myself so much when I would stream, bro. Because there would be like one message in my chat every 30 minutes, 40 minutes or whatever. Yep. So I was like, dude, <laughs> if I'm joining a stream, I don't want to just join a stream and then see someone sit there in silence for 40 minutes. Yep. So I would just like make up shit to talk to myself about, like either through the game, just like commentating on what I'm doing. Like, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I probably just babbled nonsense to myself <laughs> so many times, but I felt like that would be better for someone to come in my stream and see someone actively talking. That would make them more likely to like say something rather than someone who's just sitting there for 40 minutes in silence. And then yeah. you're the person that's breaking the silence in case they want to like go back to lurking again, you know? Yeah. I, I, I vividly remember like my first three weeks of streaming. There was a, <laughs> there was like a day, probably like two weeks in ish. And uh, I was streaming for eight hours. I was like, I'm going to put in a full five days a week, eight hours of streaming, try to build up some exposure. And I was averaging like two viewers and uh, I just remember, like, I'd, I'd always have the stats open. Like, I'd always know how many viewers yeah. I had at all times. In fact, yep. 
I still do. I always have my stream managed. People say never look at viewer count. You know what? I'll be completely honest with you. There has been probably three streams in my life where I just haven't looked. And that was just to experiment with, do I want to look at my viewer count or not? But like, I don't know. I just have always, I, if any streamers are listening, you can either agree or disagree. But I've always had my all my stats open on a different browser just on the side. Whether it I'll, is open I'll at check. all times. I'll check. I don't usually. I, I guess that's the same thing you're saying, whether it's open or not. Yeah. I'll I'll usually check like once or twice a stream, which uh, it, it has blessings and curse, like good and bad. Yeah. Like I, I I definitely have planned like the next content I'm doing around like how many viewers I'll have. Like I've definitely done that before. Which I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like every streamer's done it. it yeah. Was- yeah. I guess, I don't know. I guess that's why people say, like, maybe don't do that so you can just do yeah. your natural thing. It's but at the tough. same time... It's tough, though, like, because when you're not looking, then you're thinking about, I just want to look. Like, I need yeah, to look. yeah, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, I get there's that. There's no winning. You're just, you either and have it open it's or you're also just like, about it. If you know you have a lot of viewers and you want to make an impression, like, you want to get people to stay around, like, that's sometimes that's what you have to do. You have to try something exciting. Try something that's going to get new people to stick around. Yeah. So I, I guess good and bads. I just remember like two weeks in, just going from two viewers, one viewer, zero, yep. zero viewers. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. I'm Dude. sitting there for an hour, <laughs> zero viewers, and you're just yep. sitting there like, all right, do I just end stream now? Because there is no oh way God, a person's yeah. coming into a zero viewer stream right now. Yep. Pain, man. Painful. Dude, I, I remember. It, it was like that same thing. I, I was averaging like two, maybe three viewers, you know, one down to whatever. Yep. The first time I got to seven viewers, bro, I was like, oh my God, like, like my stream is popping. It's like, happening. <laughs> seven viewers, bro. And that's because I was in, I was in this hardcore CC and it, that was back at a time when like not many hardcores were like streaming Solro. Yeah. And I like put in there, I was like, yo, if anyone wants to like come watch or whatever, I'm, I'm live on Twitch with Zora. And I got seven people to go in there. And that was when I, I had the diary, of course, for the daily life. Yeah. The first kill of the day, I died, bro. Oh, no. I used my diary the first kill of the day. Oh, I was no. like, dude. You just saw the viewers. Like, that's that's yeah. it. Everyone's leaving. Just, like, down to two, three viewers again. I was like, bro, like, I blew it. Like, that, that was my shot with streaming. Like, I might as well pack it up. Like, it's <laughs> it's done. That There's my streaming career. Oh, God. But then I kept going. I just did the Slayer stream. It, it ended up being a lot better uh, than I thought, actually. I remember it being, like, pretty active. I was just, like, killing Necros in the Slayer Tower, and there was actually people there talking Yeah. for a majority of the time. So it ended up being a lot better. But I remember that being, like, dude, I just I blew it. Like, that's it. I had my chance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, good times. It's <laughs> a lot of streamers go through it. It's, like, it's humbling. It's very humbling. For sure. Okay, um, <clears throat> kind of scanning over questions that I want to cover that are a little bit more related to what we've already been talking about, but Troll Rage asks, do you ever feel trapped with the label of RuneScape streamer? How do you think the longevity of the game will affect your career, and do you think you'll be able to escape the mold to do bigger things with streaming? Um, I, I wouldn't say I, I do feel trapped as RuneScape streamer. That's definitely something I've thought about when trying to like build a brand, if you will. Um, that's kind of why I, like, I think I could have had the Twitch name like Rocket RS, 
but I didn't really want to be strictly associated with like BF Rocket RuneScape or yeah. BF Rocket OSRS or whatever. I wanted to have like my own my own thing that if I wanted to eventually stream a different game or do something else, um, it, it wouldn't be like, oh, who's this other game streamer guy who's just coming over here now? Yeah. Um, longevity of the game, I it's it's hard to say. Like it depends how long the game has left. I mean, it's. I feel like the game could have three years or it could have 20 years. I don't know. I I think it's definitely helped grow my stream to the point it is now. I don't think I'm at a point yet where if RuneScape died, I'd be fine. And I could just, you know, take what I had and go play other games and be, again, completely, like, stable or anything. But, um, yeah, I hope to just grind and go hard and see, I guess, what sort of growth I can make over the, the next year or two. And then eventually, like I said, maybe start branching out, getting into other stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It, it seems like it would be an awesome life to live. Like one of those streamers who play variety games, they can just hop on. The chat's like, all right, you're going to play this today. Do that for however many hours. And I don't even have to be making hundreds of thousand dollars or anything like that. Just just enough enjoyable to get me by. Life, like yeah. enjoyable life. Dude, that would be awesome. At least early on, I think. I just... Um, I think, um, like, when you say, you know, like, what if OSRS died and what, like, we have such, there's such a big OSRS community that yeah. it's, like, we would all move on to, like, some sort of version, like, some sort of different version of RuneScape, potentially, yeah. or, like, we'd all kind of move on to a different thing. I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel like, oh, that's the end, shutting down the servers. All right, uh, everyone just make. Yeah, I don't think way. it'll be, yeah, I don't think it'll quite go like that. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, how long do you think the game has if you had to put a number on it? If I had to put like a I'm... number on old school RuneScape uh-huh. being like the same game we have and just going forward and continuing like popularity. Because there's a difference between like the game's dead, like it, yeah. the servers are shut down and the game is like RS3 two years ago. Like where it's just like right. hey, this game's dead. <laughs> right, right. Um, now it's fucking thriving, god damn it. Now, uh, but I think... Um, legitimately it's so weird but i can seriously see another 20 years and okay. what's really strange about it is i i just can imagine it being a boomer game like it already is a boomer game but wh- what 12 year old is going oh yeah i'm playing old school runescape like <laughs> yeah. dude it's li- my youtube audience doesn't go below 18 years old like right. there is nobody. It is zero people eighteen or younger. In fact, there's like I think it's only like ten percent that are twenty that are eighteen through twenty four. Wow. And the vast majority, like eighty five, like ninety percent, I think, are in between twenty five and like forty. And it's just like, dude, this game is going to turn into like a legitimate boomer game. It's just gonna be like fifty, sixty years old, like. <laughs> Yeah. killing Vorkath and doing dude. the inferno and shit like when does it end we i've said this on previous casts like when does runescape truly end for us because i always thought hey when i turn when i become an adult like as a kid when i become an adult i stop playing video games i go work a job i go have a family i go it's like dude we're all still playing video games and like yeah when does this end because we're the it, first generation bro. with it if you asked me if I'd be 23 still playing RuneScape, I would say hell no. Five years, or maybe not five years ago, but like maybe five years ago. Yeah, like 
in high school, whatever, if, if I was like, dude, would I still be playing RuneScape then? No, hell no. Yeah. But I mean, I, like, I, I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Yep. So I, I feel like it does have longevity. Again, and, unless the server is just like shut down or something yeah. drastic happens with like Jagex as a company. But I, I think it has a while. Yeah, I agree. Now, will the game still can grow or decline? Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was saying like three to twenty years. Like it, it depends. Like if we get zero new content in three years, I could see. I feel like there's a lot of people already, um, just like going to try RS three and different games. Yep. So, like, how many more people would we lose by that point if we didn't get anything? Again, that's kind of pessimistic to say. Three years, nothing. I'm sure we'll have something by then. Yeah, we'll, we'll get raised three by then. Um, I believe. Yeah, it's. It could be a decline. It could be growth. We'll see. But um. Yeah, I think the game is here for a long time. But that's it's an interesting question. I personally, going back to Troll Rage's question, I am addicted to RuneScape. I have goals that I set myself that take decades potentially yeah, if i ever really wanted to and yeah, that's awesome you know this is the game i played in my childhood so it's like it's like i always come back to it now have i been burnt from runescape i'm currently burnt from runescape or i'm not burnt from runescape but i'm like i'm in this weird spot where it's like i'm not really actively completing my goal and so i feel in this like rut where it's like oh i have to do slayer and corp now but i'm not actually progressing toward my main focused goal it's like you know, then there's times where it's like, oh, I don't want to like, you know, go as hard. But for the most part, I've never truly burned from this game. And do I feel trapped with the label of RuneScape streamer? No, absolutely not. I don't even want to play. And people are like literally asking me to play other games. Like, oh, you should play like this new game. I'm like, dude, I've. I am not. So listen, Ginger Beardy, shout out Ginger Beardy. Asked a bunch of content creators to join like a Rust server and stuff. I literally just declined. I was like, I just, I oh, don't. Did you? <laughs> I, I just, I don't have any <sighs> desire to play it. I have zero desire. Would I love to like play with some content creators and get, you know, have a little bit of fun? Like, yeah, like that sounds nice. But like, if it if it involves me not taking time away from like <laughs> yeah. playing RuneScape, like I just don't want to. I have no desire for it. And so I yeah, am like, that's fair. Way not like a normal gamer where it's like you know you want to play variety and stuff like that's just me though yeah yeah that's completely fair i mean again with your goals that you have set like that's understandable and see i i do get to the point where sometimes i'm just like i don't want to play runescape right now and i've done that in the past and then i'll just keep playing and it's like not that fun but (laughs) lately really this past year i've been like look if i if i don't want to play this game i'm gonna play something else for a little bit and i have been doing that lately so that that rust server thing i've never played rust but I was like, this might be a fun thing to do, to hop yep. on like a weeknight or some night when I don't feel like playing for a few hours. Let's try it out. Yeah, and I always, I love to like watch different content occasionally. Like I'll go, I mainly watch old school RuneScape content, but like on Twitch, I'll definitely go check out an old school RuneScape streamer that's streaming something else. And I'll go like say hi and see what they're kind of doing. No, I have zero familiarity with the game. Right. But, uh, you know, it's still something I enjoy. Okay, um, let's take a short break. I need to pee. Gonna okay, turn down good. my AC a degree, and we'll be back in about a minute. Sounds good. See you in a minute. All right. All right. 
Okay. <clears throat> so, Doc Chris is asking, what should the next boss released in OSRS drop? Ooh. Um. Like, what would you like to see? I don't know. Maybe... I feel like some sort of armor upgrades would be cool like i know we just got inquisitors but i don't know maybe like some sort of attachment to armadillo or attachment to bandos or something to boost i guess better range gear or melee gear for like like strength bonuses i guess although i guess then comes in power creep like oh we already have so much range strength we don't we don't need t-bows to be hitting harder but yeah i, I guess power creep aside I feel like some sort of new armor sets um, would be cool. Mage weapon, maybe? A mage? New mage? I want that, I want that wand. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, I, I heard you talking about that wand. That that does sound really cool. That two-tick two-tick wand, wand. man. I, yeah, I that'd be that. sick. <laughs> Something like that would be awesome. I think for in terms of melee like weapons, I think we're good for now. We have Blowpipe and Tebow. Yeah. Don't really need a range weapon. But some sort of mage weapon and then maybe like melee strength maybe like glass cannon armor which I, kind of what inquisitor is but armor that has super high strength bonus but like literally zero defense so you have to flick everything perfectly something like that might be kind of neat i think i don't know if needed and i'm always kind of brainstorming ideas i literally i'm such a nerd for this game i'll stay up at night thinking of ideas for the game just just fun for me thinking of things that are like balanced but what i've all, not always wanted but i always felt like ballistas weren't good enough um, yeah they're I agree. good for pvp they're, i think they're very balanced in pvp probably i don't i'm not a pvper but i think what would be cool is like an attachment to a ballista like a, like a raids three reward that's an attachment to the heavy ballista or something and it makes it so if you're attacking let's just say a two by two monster you get like a double javelin effect or just something like that where it's like okay this actually becomes pretty damn good dps but you it can't be abused in pvp because i feel like that's always the issue is like oh is this balancing pvp is this yeah yeah i feel like i'm bad about thinking about like new items and stuff to want with like from like a balanced mindset like i'm just like give me something that's gonna hit big numbers (laughs) yeah but that would be cool, yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe make it shoot a little bit faster or something. Yeah, some something that could, and it could be a niche, so it's like similar to the scythe, where it's like it's good against bigger monsters or something. Right, right. Or, yeah, I like that idea of the like the two by two thing, three by three. The other, imagine cool going to Arma. Is wait, is Arma five by five? Probably, or I think it's four by four. Um, maybe it is five by five though, because I think Grador is five by five. I can't even... Actually, I don't even know now. Yeah, Kree is 5x5. Grardor's 4x4, I want to think, I want to say. I know Zami's 5x5 also. Maybe they're all... Maybe. Grardor's 4x4. And Zami's 5x5. But imagine the... A ballista that shoots five things for a thing that's (laughs) 5x5. It's like one-hit armor. (laughs) No, but the other thing is... um, You know how, like, bolts have their own enchantments? Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted j- javelin enchantments. Yeah, that would be that would be sweet. 
and obviously you could really only do like nobody would ever use them with the lower tier javelins like everyone would just use them for the dragon javelins or rune right. if you're an iron man but like i don't know something that kind of gives that the javelins a little bit of love for pvp again this probably won't happen but jagex had mentioned in a poll like a, a rebalance when they were going we were talking about rebalancing and they were saying like they could come out with new range types blunt piercing and like yeah stuff. yeah i saw I th- that i thought that was so cool it is insanely like it would be such a huge project and there would be issues with it like guaranteed but just if everything was like perfectly balanced for it that sounds so sick yeah and they, they could add because then they could add new range weapons like a crush range yep. weapon and a, a slash range weapon yeah like the, that would be awesome yeah like they could there's just so much more potential instead of just being range. Right. So I don't know. I think a little attachment to a ballista would be pretty sick and give those javelins a use. Um, yeah. that'd be Cause right now on an iron man, you're using a ballista for like, like nothing really at all. Yeah, it's literally useless. <laughs> I use it at giant mole. It was, it's actually, if you don't have a Tebow, it's not the worst thing to use dragon javelins with a heavy ballista against giant have mole. you have you tried elder mole there do you have an elder mole at mole yeah uh or uh, no i haven't tried it but yeah i have i have all raids items i just have none of the, the none of the cosmetics or pets like I, I don't i don't know like kills per hour how it would be like compared to other stuff but i mean you have you have tebow now yeah. but tebow i used to use elder mole and it, it was not much worse than tebow honestly Imagine with full Inquisitors, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was using Melee Void back but, then. But isn't... or I don't I don't know the defenses of Giant Mole. All I know is I'm pretty sure it's weak to stab. Is it... Oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's weak to stab. I think that's its weakness. I don't know what its... I don't know what its bonuses are. Yeah, that sounds Tebow's going to 100% be way better. I just, oh, yeah. I can just imagine. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, if you were... I always kind of like testing things out. It sucks that there's always like the hardcore meta. It's like this is the meta. Yeah, like, yeah. And everything else is just shit. It's, yeah. Same with Vasa. On on that note, if you've never tried an Elder Mall on Vasa, I I've, heard that I've done a lot of like one crystal Vasas with <laughs> with an Elder Mall. Like it's actually good. Like not even joking. It's Ooh. not just like oh I got lucky once. It, was that BC Guppy or Port? Because I was talking to somebody. I want to say Atticon maybe, but it was uh. Yeah, they were talking about how like you can literally use an Elder Mulligan's Vasa. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's weak to crush. And when I got hacked for the bows that one time, I was like, well, am I going to blowpipe this or am I going to be lazy and just whack it with a maul? And it turned out the maul was pretty damn good. That's sick. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I don't know. There's so many options for new stuff. What I don't want to see, however, is inquisitors except now it's a slash variant yeah it's just yeah like, come I, yeah on, man like especially I if it's like the same bonuses yeah it's like you're filling the it's like yeah you're filling a niche maybe but it's like this is so yeah it's kind of just like copy paste for slash now and then for stab um what do you kind of back to ammo what do you think about like amethyst darts or different dart type i am okay with amethyst darts now i have not heard an opposing view because I need to hear both sides before I make like a, a judgment on it. But personally, I don't see an issue with that. Do you think they would be somewhere between Rune and Dragon? I guess that would be like the only. Sensible yeah, I, th- place. I think I think because uh, I think the update is making it so Dragon's like pretty damn. It's like 
significantly better than Rune. I could be mistaken. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, that sounds right. As long as it's in between Rune and Dragon, and preferably a little bit more closer to Rune than Dragon. Yeah, I, think I, I would agree with that. That would be sick. Yeah, I would like to see that. That'd be dude. That'd be awesome for like trying to speedrun Inferno and Irons. Yeah, you can't just buy a million Dragon Implings. Yeah, I also have always. I I thought it would be cool as if they came out with. I must have talked about this on a ramble or, or really early cast, but some new dragon. Uh, like I was thinking of even like a like a bone dragon or something where you kill them and all you get is like these bone fragments that you can chisel into Ooh. arrow tips or dart tips, and they're just drag. But that would be its niche. It's not like it's gonna drop a bunch of other good shit too. It's just like no, that's yeah. what it's used for. It's a grinding for ammo and you can do this. no i i think that should be a thing because uh, like dragon ammo on iron man is i mean i guess maybe that's catering towards iron man but like oh it definitely is but it it, have it you should seen be more acceptable than base? it is player yeah base. yeah exactly dude exactly like it, it should i don't know it, it should be more accessible i think dragon arrows and darts because there's people uh i don't know you go do like corrupted gauntlet for a few dragon arrows like if you want to grind inferno on an iron man good luck I spent way too much money because I had a bunch of dupes on the iron that I could just drop over. I spent way too much money on buying Dragon Imp Scouts, which I don't even know if they do that anymore. I'm sure they do. They're but... tough, apparently. Apparently, like the, the all the spawns are scattered. Really? Now. Yeah, Yeah, I know they, they made a change to Implings recently, didn't they? Yeah. So, But I mean, without that, I would have had no Dragon Arrows or Darts or Snapdragon Seeds or... Yep. But for ammo specifically, like I know it's been been suggested, like can we just chisel like one dragon bone into like an arrow, like yeah, even, even one if you to could, one it, ratio? Yeah, even like, if it was literally one to one, people would still do it. But so. I guess didn't didn't Ash say something about like oh it comes from the talons and not the bones, so it wouldn't make sense lore wise. And but yeah. I, I, if you're saying you bring a new dragon with a new thing that it drops to make that, boom, problem yeah. solved. I and love that. even if every dragon could just have a chance at dropping a tip or yeah. something yep. you know yep just it's there if you want to it's a rare drop from all dragons that'd be yeah, that'd cool. be really nice uh like one in 128 or something or one in 56 i don't know i don't something... know yeah yeah something where you get a drop because like i know uh brutal black dragons you know they can drop dragon darts and dragon arrows right right it's like why can't i don't know yeah, that that dude, bone dragons, bone dragons. bone dragon, please. Yeah, let's get some bone dragons. <laughs> yeah, or you know what would have been really cool is if like those fossil island wyverns could have dropped because yeah. they're li- one of them's literally called taloned wyvern. Like, come on, like, dude. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, yeah, why didn't please. why did that would be cool because that would actually give some love to those fossil island wyverns. Nobody likes those. Those are so aids to kill. Like, oh yeah, those, you get yeah, frozen terrible. for fifteen seconds over and over and over. It's like, dude. This is like being yeah. PK'd by an NPC right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Especially when you're running across the room to get one oh. and then you get frozen on the way there. You're like, bro, like, oh my God. It's the way to sell. And then, and then, like, there's one literally a tile away from you. That one doesn't yep. aggro you. The one oh, across yep. the world. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dude, what are these aggros? Like, fix this place. Yep. Yeah. I'm just glad I got my Wyvern Visage. But what's really sad about it is, like, now that I have it, I can't even use it because now there's no point to go back. <laughs> God damn it. The yeah. one the one use of this shield, and besides it's great magic accuracy, but 
it literally prevents being frozen and now i don't even use it yeah god <laughs> yeah it is a cool shield i really am it does look super cool May, uh, maybe there'll be a dragon boss or something another dragon boss i guess that needs it eventually, that would maybe that would be a great rework to fossil island wyverns if it gave if that was where you could get like a farmable sort of dragon tips for stuff I yeah think that'd that be cool. yeah even if it was only like you said specifically there not other yeah. even if it was just the talon wyverns i mean it'd be nice probably to have them all so you can, yeah. people can be spread out but they had, yeah they like got huge idea. ass talons if i recall correctly though those, those things are scary looking so they lore wise like it would work yeah okay um i can't even remember what we were talking about but I th- anyway uh or or asks with the lack of end game updates we're kind of going back to what we did bef- before the little break we took but he's a- he's asking with the lack of end game updates outside of changes balancing uh and the influx of mid game updates do you think the game is dying or growing um it's hard to say. I guess I can speak for, I guess, just the people I see in, like, the high-level community, like, starting to go on and play other games because they haven't – there's not, like, much new content. But I guess you only see the people who are really leaving, right? Like, yep. a lot of people who are staying and playing. Like, you don't really mm-hmm. – like, they're just still here. We're silent. Yeah, or exactly. We're silent. But then there's also the game growing in the sense of they're bringing in new players for, like – underneath ice mountain and all, all the new stuff they're yeah. putting out trying to get new players so it's hard to say with i think the game is growing but maybe in not the healthiest way if you will because i feel like it should grow but also keep your end game players and keep keep all those players here it shouldn't be growing with new people who might just stop playing in yeah. one or two months because they get tired of like chopping trees or something so it's hard to say I think Ash said the clan reworks coming out this month. Yeah, so yeah. Probably in the next I two weeks. Was, I think that'll that'll be a really big update. I'm so excited for that, which means we're getting really close to Well I'm I'm not personally excited for Group Iron Man. I don't how do you okay, that's a good question. How are you how do you feel about Group Iron Man? So this is actually something I was gonna ask you too. Um I feel like Group Iron Man had a lot of hype around when it was like announced um at like RuneFest two years ago. I feel like a lot of that hype has died down, and I feel like it might be more of like a... This is a very negative way of seeing it, but I feel like it might be more of like a short-term hype type of thing because I feel like a lot of people, like, that was at a time when they were done with their first Iron Man or whatever. They wanted to move on to something. I think a lot of other people are just experiencing a lot of different content. They're just making, like, more accounts, like new hardcores or a new Iron Man to do this. It, it kind of goes back to what tedious tweet did that one time there's so many different ways to play this game even without new content and people are like playing it on those different those different ways so i feel like group ironman will be a lot of the same stuff and for me personally i feel like it would suck to have a group where you're four people or whatever just say four people and then two of the people will get burnt and they go back to their regular ironman or something yeah. and then you're just like okay you what, all what, burn what you, yeah yeah then you all burn it's like how do you see it? Do you think it'll be like a short-term hype type of thing? Or do you think it'll have longevity with people like sticking to those accounts? It's just in such a weird spot where like a lot of the high-level players just don't even want it anymore. But yeah. they've already promised it. 
And so if they yeah. don't come out with it, there's guaranteed a huge group of players that are going to be so pissed if they just cancel it. Yeah, it's and really tough. So they're going to come out with it, and it's going to be a shit show. It's going to take a lot of dev time working on all these bugs all the time. Yeah. And I, I don't even know. It's As a content creator, I'm just looking at it as like a content creator standpoint, it could be fun for a month. See that's what that's what I see. I see it being fun like a DMM or like a league or exactly. something similar to that. And then after that, like, okay, like, see, this is the weird thing. I was talking to Husky, and I said it would be cool as if you guys made a league that was Group Iron Man to almost test yes. out Group Iron Man. And then he said he said the opposite. He said he would want to do Group Iron Man first, work out all the bugs, and then do a league. I'm like, oh really? no, oh no, like that. I, huh. I, who knows i'm not the i'm not a developer i just think yeah, it would be it, way better to give it give it a trial run almost in a league i agree because it, it would be like all the fresh stuff to where if people are like if people having, wanted to continue then they could make it into the real game but i feel yeah. like most people are gonna burn exactly and also with like boosted experience rates and and different stuff they're like oh this group ironman shit's awesome like we'll stay around for a month it's the league and then like you said afterwards it's like okay I like that concept of having to obtain items with other people, having one person do the crafting, one person do the herb lore or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I see it being like a short-term hype type of thing. Yeah, I agree. More information is released on uh, like more incentives rather than just going and trying to get all the, the gear that everyone's gotten their, their own Iron Man, you know? Yeah. Okay, we got a huge question, but beforehand, I want to go into Ari's, and he asks, your favorite OSRS memory? Oh, man. OSRS, so not back in the day, your childhood. Yeah. Um, first Infernal Cape was pretty cool. Yeah, first, it was pretty nice. <laughs> probably First Infernal Cape, dude. That was- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's awesome. Like, I just felt like I just felt like I was one of them now. Like, I just felt like I was inducted into some club. Like, mm-hmm. probably, probably first Cape. I mean, first Tebow and everything was cool, but Cape is, it feels like you earned it, you know? Yeah, because like, you did. You, you get your own. You don't just get a lucky drop. Yep. There's so so many though, honestly, so many. But if I had to pick one, probably Cape. I think, uh, yeah, it's tough to say. I would say my favorite memory, as in kind of like a uh, an experience, would be playing my first hardcore. Okay. I was unbelievably 
addicted. Like, first three days of hardcore, I started on the minute of release. Oh, really, dude? That's awesome. Dude, I was watch. I had four streams popped open. I was working at home. I was so I was working at Target, like at this warehouse, working twelve hour shifts over the weekends. Like th- I would do, I do three twelves, and okay. then um, Group Iron Man came out on Thursday, and so I had to go work on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And I played the first two days for like twenty hours straight. Like bo- yeah, like yeah. 20 hours, slept for four hours, 20 hours again. <laughs> and then I went to work and I was miserable. Oh, I was like, God. dude, all I'm thinking about is going home and playing. I, do, I, do, I don't care about life right now. I want to go home and play this game. And so <laughs> on that Monday, or okay, so, so I, I, I worked my three days and then I had a four-day break where I was just grinding again for like 18 hours a day going i would drive i would take like a 20 minute break drive to taco bell get my taco bell and <laughs> just sit in my bed on my laptop playing and then that next weekend i literally drove to work and on my way so keep in mind i was like a seasonal so it's not like this is like a position it was just something i did while i was right. on break from school right and i went to work and on my way there i'm driving i'm like dude i need to drive home right now like i cannot go to work or not i need to play runescape <laughs> and so i drove so i had an hour commute there oh, um God. and so the whole the whole car ride i'm like this is, sucks i have to work here and it was basically like drive an hour work for 12 have a lunch break it was basically a 15 hour ordeal so I, right. you can't even play for three days straight and um i went to work walked to my manager and i was like uh I literally made up some bullshit story about how, how I was going to school early. Like I was going back to school early. I was like, yeah, I got, I got, uh, one of my friends is picking me up to go. Like I'm going back out of state to school and he's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool. And I'm like, that was it. Like I'm, I'm good. Like I'm free. <laughs> I literally drove home and it was like the biggest smile on my face, dude. Cause I was going back to school no matter what in January, but this is like November, like mid November. I was like, dude, I have a month and a half straight. <laughs> Of no bullshit like i'm going to grind this game so hard that was my best memory Bye. okay also uh another one would be uh twisted league the first few days of twisted league i played th- that was a lot of fun because everything was just super fresh like no one had any idea what they were doing yeah that's probably like a that's a runner-up there, again there's so many that i could think of but I remember the feeling of the first few days of Twisted League, like wanting to wake up and like log on and go get go get my fifty points from doing this or like that's awesome. Whatever. That was fun. That's so cool, and it's cool to know we can still have that. Yeah, like, yeah. Trailblazer was kind of the same. Like, yeah, I, I look forward to the leagues. Like, I was very skeptical um, in the beginning when they started talking about OSRS leagues. I was like, dude, like, th- work like, on other is- updates. Yeah, like. I don't, this isn't a game where we have like leagues like work on the updates for permanent stuff but yeah. oh my god there's so much fun I, I will definitely play them each year that's cool i haven't i haven't actually played one yet i'm so into my yeah see i feel like with your goals and everything like it's i'm just so progress bait i i hate the i hate losing progress and playing yeah. a league sounds so much fun don't get me wrong i love competing and like high scores sound a ton of fun but it's like the fact that two months goes and then all of that work is down the drain except for like a few cosmetics i get yeah i completely get that completely get that just how my mind works is tough like i so that's why the last one 
I, I didn't want to, I didn't like unlock Mortania so I could get like Scythe because I didn't really want to go for that and get Scythe and all these drops and the same thing. Like, well, then they're just gone. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go for something that was more like permanent. So my goal for Trailblazer, the last one at least, was uh, to hunt the Nibbler. Oh, yeah, because then you get it forever. Yeah, that's something you, you keep. So I did that. I got that and I was like, okay, I've had my fun. And then I kind of, I quit shortly after that. That's awesome because now you get a shit ton of fun. Yeah. You get to enjoy and it now for future leagues. Level three in the next league with uh, the Nibbler following me. Yeah, around. that's awesome. Um, yeah, I forgot what I where I was gonna what I was gonna say, but <clears throat> yeah, there. It's just cool to know that the fun we've had currently. It's not like oh, that was it. Now we just yeah, it can be recreated. Yep, like and rates can. three is going to be that. Dude. I think. Oh my god, I think so too. Dude, do you remember when Chambers was released? I wasn't even doing it. I was so newbie. But like, yeah, I was watching, I, I, yeah. watching it was like, dude, like, what is happening? Like, this is crazy. Like, so I, I'm trying to remember because I don't remember watching. I don't remember release of Chambers. I, I think I was playing because I was in some like noob CC, and a few of the friends in there were like, yo, like they just released this thing. Let's go try it. Or no, I think it was when they were testing it. Cause I remember running through and there was like no NPCs in there yet. Maybe, oh, dude, I'm, I'm having like the weirdest memories now. And then maybe it was like a week after that. We all went in. We were like, yeah, let's try this raid thing. And the first room I remember was Vasa. <laughs> you have no I idea what's happening. Getting teleported in the middle of the room getting fucked up having five <laughs> hp dying trying to run back in like the things walking to all these different corners of the room like we didn't know we had to attack the crystals like yep. dude it it's a shit show oh my god dude i get really stressed out i get anxious about new updates that come out so raids three I'm, i already know it's gonna be the same thing where it's like i want to just see i want to play god where i can just see every single thing that's happening learn everything really quickly have like 20 streams open know exactly what's happening and then learn it for myself but it's like dude it, it gets me stressed it gets me overwhelmed when like nobody's completing it and i'm like yeah trying to find info on like how do you kill this boss how do you do this like it's sometimes yeah. i just like to like take a step back and be like you know what let's just have the pros solve it and then i can just but it's that's- so exciting to do it on day of release that's the issue I've never really done day of release content. I've kind of always been like that. We're all, all not stream that day or not play. I'll just watch all the all the pros do it. Yeah. Um, Nightmare, I could have done that day of release, but I think I had school that morning or something. So I woke. I, di- I didn't wake up like at the 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. that we have to wake up for us yeah. if we want to be on the dot, whatever it was. I remember I woke up like two or three hours after the update. I like made my way to class and I was watching on mobile. I was watching like Sickner do it, I think. And I was just like, dude, this, it doesn't seem that like that amazing. I don't know. So I didn't, yep. that was the one content that I had a chance to do on release that I, I just didn't really, I guess. Tob, I was too newbie. Inferno release. We talked about that. I was bro. I was like killing green dragons back then. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Chambers was even six months before yeah, that. Yeah. And so. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. It was an exciting time, but um, I think we're, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about Raids 3 because I'm going to still already have my other goals and maybe watch, maybe sitting back for a week. Because if I had done Theater Blood on release, I don't even think the first team, wasn't it Wooks and Bodhi and Zulu and everybody? Yeah. And Lake. Yeah. And like, 
who was the fifth person? Uh, Cloud Badass. Cloud Badass. Yeah, they all completed it, but wasn't it like day two or day three even? Yeah, I want to say it was. I want to. I want to say it was like the end of day two. Yeah, something like that. I'm like, dude, the amount of 100k fees I would have had to pay just to pass that first boss yeah, would have just been stupid. So sometimes I, I just... hope new content is like that though. Like I hope it takes a while. Yeah, I know it will. Just levels, uh, like being like, okay, we can't figure this out. I hope it takes a long time for people to get the first completion, like two, three, four. Like, imagine if something took a week for people to get the first completion. Yeah, I think that would it would be so frustrating, but at the same time, like, you I would got really something like that's truly a raid. It's like exactly, damn. like I want something Inferno level difficulty. Yeah, like having to learn Inferno for the first time or learn solo chambers for the. Oh my god, I don't even want to talk about learning solo chambers. Fuck. <laughs> that was- that- that's the most mad i've been at any game ever the most frustrated i've been at any game ever bro no i imagined it was bad dude it took me so long to comprehend what was going on but then then when it clicks most rewarding thing ever dude oh my god so addicting just like doing four to one and like setting stuff up you're not getting tellied across the room every three seconds yeah bando's tick eating i'm not an expert at it but um, I got it down, and it is so extremely satisfying when you're pulling it off correctly. Sitting like two HP at Bandos, and you're just calm. You're just like, yeah. I, I never got to that point where I could ticky like that. I was able oh. to I got to the point where I could ticky like a few attacks here and there. But if you did like three, four range attacks on a rare, like I was definitely dying. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, no, it gets it gets like overwhelming if you think if you think about it too much, it gets overwhelming. Yeah. But if you're just going into it and just like chill oh it is so rewarding so satisfying and um one thing i'm currently trying to learn eventually i want to go back to sarah uh you know who knows when that'll be but i would love to kind of camp sarah but i want to get to the point where i can do the Ladius flicking so Ladius is just a fucking god dude yeah he's one of the first people i watched when i was getting into pvm oh he's He's so good He's so and so I was watching one of his Sarah streams and he would flick the minions doing like the one tick, you know, where it's every other tick flicking rigor and then getting yeah. every other tick just the one tick. And yep. I was practicing off stream or just, you know, on my own time because I was I was literally watching his VOD and I'm like, "Hey, how do you like sometimes you look at people doing something and you're like, "What is going on? Like yeah. what what it's is like, going through your brain to I feel like especially bandos like learning bandos flicking but um, yeah like all that shit Ladius is doing with like flicking rigor and stuff in between the yeah. blowpipe hits and keeping the five take cycle with the minions yeah uh, my my brain has a hard time comprehending Dude, that it does so my brain struggles in, in, insanely initially but i actually now understand like i understand the concept it is pulling it off at our at, at sarah so like three days ago i had a sarah task from konar amazing i that is like the best thing to get is like a god like getting a bandos or a sarah task oh yeah I bet. so fun and you're just literally five shotting sarah but oh. um yeah i was practicing it but when you're in the moment it is so it's like it's like playing the piano in public i right. I, I would like learn like a song on the piano Do you play piano i don't actually play the piano but i can i know enough about music that i can like learn a song it takes t- hours and hours to learn a simple song but I can play it on my own eventually, but 
I remember trying to play it in front of one of my a few of my friends. And I just choked. Like I couldn't do it in public when, when it's actually like okay, perform. Like uh, right. It's the same thing. I just choke. So, but no, I thought I thought um like I always thought just watching like tick eating aside, just watching people flick bandos. Because I had always done the noob method where you pray melee, you hit bandos twice, and you step under, yeah. you know? You're just tanking everything. You got your Carol's top on. Yeah. I'd always done that, just getting one kill trips, maybe two kill trips if you're lucky, sometimes no kills. <laughs> yeah. Going from that, learning how to flick and just be so in control, dude, that's got to be one of the most satisfying things. Oh, because I was exactly the same way. I I got my BCP and Tassids through the two-hit walk yeah, under. Yeah same dude and then i was like you know what i'm done with this i've completed the inferno i got some confidence let's go learn something same dude yep and i've now developed kind of a love for like learning new things and that that, was uh, a learning that flicking that was another one of the big reasons i made this new hardcore because i never did the flicking on a hardcore i only learned it after that account died so i was like dude i have to do this on a hardcore this is just the most satisfying thing (laughs) To be so in control and knowing exactly when you're going to take the range damage, like, yep. oh god, it's it's really, awesome. it's really nice. The Sarah flicking, just I, I feel like the best part about God Wars flicking is the minion part afterward, yep. where you can do the five tick cycle with the piety flicks or the rigor flicks. Yeah, I exactly. want to, I want to get the Sarah thing down. That's like why I'm kind of like, ooh, I kind of want to do some Sarah just to like practice it because it's watching Ladius do it, it's like, oh, you're just yeah, like, dude, gotchy gasming, just like it's yep. so nice. But anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, Sarah. Sarah was the first God Wars boss I learned to flick. Um, just the standard, like I mean, that's the first, I guess, boss in general. I learned how to like switch my prayers at. Besides, yeah. like Zora, when we're talking about like getting into higher level methods, I guess God Wars specifically, but not just sitting there and praying one style, running around the room, tanking, like, yeah learning an actual sequence of switching your prayers every five ticks and not missing attacks. Yeah. That was like one of the big things that, uh, got me to enjoy like higher level PVM. Yep. And I think one of the coolest things I learned over time through PVM is learning to not miss ticks. Yep. It is unbelievable. The world, it makes a world of difference. When I first started Sarah, for some reason, my brain was like so set on touch every corner. Like, Dude, yeah, like I, I was t- using my crossbow accurate. <laughs> like, like touch I, every. I, yeah. yeah, touch every. Yeah, I was doing the exact same shit. <laughs> missing like four ticks every like every like second attack, missing four ticks, just waiting until like Sarah gets a little closer while you're camped at the corner. Like, what? Yep. What am I doing? Like, why? Why couldn't my brain just comprehend? Like, just attack every five ticks. Like, you don't need to touch the corners. There's not. There's nothing telling you to like. Yep it's weird so then so now i see you know people that are kind of getting into pvm the first time i see that i'm like that's exactly what i used to do and you know it's just like it's like a process you can't backseat game them until oh do this like it's it's like a learning process just takes a couple years of like doing pvm to realize okay maybe losing ticks is actually a huge dps loss that i never really understood yeah, because then once you learn that, you just like implement that into like all the other PVM you're doing, yep. and just goes a super long way. It's like learning a song. Like once you learn how to play that song, you can kind of just like repeat that process. Yep. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's really cool. This how this game works is so different than any other game where it takes years and years of like playing it to start 
you know. Yeah, I really like the better. the tick by tick system. Oh, it's so addicting. It's a rhythm that, game. Exactly, it really is. It really is. All right, Reed asks. Shout out, Reed. Shout out, Reed. What is the best PVM content in the game? Uh, I mean, so I I'd say. It's between Inferno and, and Chambers for me. I would say, like, Inferno if you're looking at, like, just Chambers in general. But I would say Solo Chambers if we're talking about Solo. Okay. Uh, maybe that's kind of biased because I just love Chambers. I, I think, I, I don't mean, know. You're pro- oh, that's probably what I would say because it's just... It, it's, I, I love the variance. Like, with Tob, you have the same five rooms or whatever, six rooms. I like how Chambers, it's the same rooms, but they're different rotations and stuff. And you can have like a thieving raid or you can have like a rope crabs raid or this raid, that raid, a, a big raid, a small raid. I probably say no. Ch- yeah. And there's no like dealing with kidding teammates. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like huge. you can, or you can't like you, either way, like you're going to have the same chance of getting a drop if you're playing the same way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, the other nice thing about chambers is just, yeah, it takes a while to get a purple sometimes, but at least it's not like nightmare level. Like, yeah, and it, at least you get good drops on the side too, dude. Yeah. Like the herbs on this account, like, bro, I don't have to do any herb runs. Oh, like, it's ever. disgusting, dude. I watched. <sighs> Who did a like a? Somebody did a huge raid, and they got like four thousand or five thousand blood runes from like a yeah. thing, and like <laughs> I want to say it was like eight hundred like aventos i'm just like what is yeah. go- like what the fuck like i have That's spent right. so long at nightmare i forgot that like there's content that actually gives you like rewards you because <laughs> yeah. i'm like dude yeah. i spent like 20 minutes fighting this thing i got 17 bass like what is yeah, happening like, three zamorak brews like wow <laughs> Great. three dose too three dose yeah three dose <laughs> yeah, but seeing that and like uh getting a purple is like you know maybe I don't know how long it is efficiently, maybe like 12 hours or something. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, then you go to Nightmare, and it's like 35 hours to see one Is it drop. really 35 hours per it, drop? Dude, if you're an Iron Man, if you're taking into consideration just getting to the boss, adding on an additional three minutes of banking and running there, it's probably even longer than three minutes. Dude. But I'll just say three minutes plus. Let's say you were, okay, let's say you're a moral Iron Man with maxed or so you have bandos and a bludgeon and a sanguinessi let's like pimp you out uh-huh. dude that shit still takes like 22 23 minutes to kill dude. so let's just say 22 plus a three minute trip that's 25 minutes you're getting like barely over two kills an hour and it's a hundred it's a hundred solos to see something and it's usually a fucking staff <laughs> so you're like Let's just say you're only getting two kills an hour. That is taking 50 hours. Dude, wait. That's like... Wait, that's worse than having to grind a Dragon Warhammer. Like, a Dragon Warhammer is, what, like, 30, 40 hours on drop rate? (laughs) Yes. Bro, you have to grind, like, 40 fucking Dragon Warhammers? Bro, no. (laughs) What? No. Oh, my God, no. It is horrible. So, you have to bank on getting lucky. But... Like, I knew it was bad, but when you put it that way, oh, my God. Yeah, no, you basically just have to shut off all of your, like, intuition that's like, okay, don't, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? No, you just have to shut all that off in your brain and just do it, like. What's your worst dry streak there? 
luckily i've only gone my highest was 240 okay. luckily but i've seen ge challenge solos uh, apparently solo series went like he got really lucky in team sizes but he did like 700 solos nothing dude that's i mean yeah seven eight times drop rate like that'll happen yeah it can that's happen. So scary. that is terrifying it is horrible and uh i mean i had like a huge streak where i got the only the, i had eight items within the streak of like you know 400 kills four staves four pets like what oh, the fuck is happening like can i just yeah. get something that's like useful <laughs> like god dude, damn it so cool. like it's just really it's not a, it's not a fun place yeah, that's so good. when I when I see Chambers or TOB, I'm like, dude, these these are blessings. This is nice. Go to TOB every you know every twelve hours. You, if you grind out a full day, you can expect a purple if you're being efficient. Get a bunch of blood runes, runeite or herbs, like. And I feel like they're like on top of the rewards. They're like they're fun. Like yeah. I, I can't speak for Tob. I don't enjoy Tob that much, but like, I, more than Nightmare, probably I'd probably like Tob a lot more than Nightmare. They're fun to do. Oh like, yeah going through the rooms room to room having to kill this boss with this this boss with that like do this thieving do the crabs like then you have the ohm fight at the end you get to do four to zero and all that shit yeah seeing a drop at nightmare though to give it a little bit so just you know to help a nightmare out a little bit here yeah, is yeah. when you see a drop and it's a pink text on the ground uh, bro, I bet. yeah like, dude I bet. seeing that harmonized orb that first harm i got Oh my god, dude! I didn't even know what I was looking at. It was just this blue sphere that had pink. It looked like cotton candy. Like, yeah, just, yeah. You're like, like bro, spewed on the ground. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, and then you realize, oh, I can't even use this unless I grind 200 mil winter Todd. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem too, isn't it? That's yeah. that's pretty rough. Yeah. Environment at least. But uh, it, it, I will say, drops hit a little different. You see that Inquisitor's Halberd. That was my first armor drop, Inquisitor's Halberd, and just pink text. Sitting yeah, there. just seeing that Inquisitor's on the ground, I can oh, imagine. imagine. I, and I still have not seen the mace. Like, dude, that mace is going to hit so oh, good. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> so good, but I, yeah, <laughs> we still got a while. Hopefully not. Yeah. But... Okay. Let's see. I'm scrolling up here. Um, oh wait, yeah, that's why I didn't scroll up because there's a bunch of weird stuff. Okay, um, Uncle Bitches asks, thoughts on cat girls? <laughs> oh, um, you know, we'll, we'll save all the cat girls for Mr. Uncle himself, you know, not, not, nothing against them, but the more the merrier for Uncle, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you think about the polling system? Should it be removed or kept in the game? Personally, personally think after all these years, the devs should have a picture over what is controversial and what isn't, in my opinion. The community has grown a bit too entitled to updates nowadays. That's what Hobbit is asking. A blade. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree. I wish... Th I, I do think there should be some or more of restrictions. Like, I saw someone put in one of the other comments, like, yeah, in, in the CM changes, like there were like 35,000 people or something who voted specifically on the CM changes, but there was only like 10,000 people on the high scores with 10 CM KC or more. So, yeah, I do feel like you, you should have to have some sort of experience with the content. 
but then it's hard to say because what if people have their other accounts they're playing a pure like they've done cms on their other account i mean i guess vote on there but and and then i'm sure there will be people who do have an understanding of what's going on but that just haven't done the content themselves so it's hard to say but i I do think there should be more of like you need some sort of requirement to say you know what you're talking about when you're voting on this yeah i don't know how that can be put into place but it's tough because i you know democracy is great you know everyone has an equal voice i think that's great um i really feel like there should just be more of a culture that's like if you don't do this content like this is obviously impossible to implement but like if if we could kind of get to that point where we almost have a culture in the osr's community of if you don't do this content just click skip question just just click skip just click skip like yeah yeah i agree Um, and there are there are voters like that and yeah you know i shout out but i personally think a great thing would you know keep let everyone have their own voice and have it equally weighted that's totally cool because i i would hate it if it's like we're gonna come out with a brand new pvp content update that's baiting people into the wilderness but only pkers can vote have you killed that have you been in the bounty hunter worlds for the last 30 days like what the fuck like i don't want this yeah see it's hard to so give people the same vote in my opinion but i think those player councils are amazing i think getting a council together for every kind of group it's like okay here's like the pk council here's more pvp like here's here's like pk here's pvp here's one defense here's the uim here's the high level skiller iron man pvm iron man like get all these groups together um and then have discussions in discords before things are even sent to yeah. the poll and like i like i like that idea a lot and i i don't even think it would be that hard to organize uh you would have to decide who's like qualified but i don't think that would even be that tough i feel like i mean i feel like I feel like the J-Mods, I mean, it'd be more more work for them, but I feel like they... How, so how would you decide, like, who's qualified, I guess? I, I feel like the J-Mods could probably do that, right? Yeah, and it, I don't know. It just depends on, um, uh, I don't know, your own playtime. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, like, you know, you're, that's the reason we have these councils is, like, there's going to be different groups that disagree with each other, but then the J-Mods can make an informed decision before sending things to the right. players. Yeah, th- I like that idea a lot. Because when I thought of, about the councils, I was initially thinking like, okay, you have a council, they decide what goes. But then like, what about what about my say? Like, I want to have a say in this if, you know. And that's why I, th- I agree everyone should still have an equal weighted vote. But the councils are to make yeah, things yeah, that the, go into the polls, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're like a beforehand thing rather yeah. than they're making the decisions. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because that would be kind of unfair, you know, give like, 10 people that are in the council like yeah, we exactly. have the decision like no yeah still let everyone exactly. vote i think that's healthy yep okay um uncle continues he asks favorite streamers well he has a few different questions but we, we kind of covered the future goals irl streaming yeah yeah best worst okay you know what let's cover best worst mechanics first and then we'll go into favorite streamers okay best worst mechanics um uh, the- in the inferno in the inferno um best mechanics i like how you have to pray against stuff and like you can get hit a 70 if you don't it kind of makes you have to flick unless you use like justy i guess um 
I, I do kind of like the one-shot mechanics, like on Zuck, and especially Zuck. It's annoying when you die to it, but it's like when you take that Zuck hit, there's no ticky. There's, I mean, the, you've seen some stuff with like redemption, whatever. But that aside, there's no like, like you're getting chanced. Like you, you just have to hope. You just have to pray. When you hear that sound, <laughs> you're staying alive. I like that. It's like it makes you not mess up. Worst mechanics, uh, I think the bats, but not like I don't think they should be removed in that sense. I I just think they're annoying as shit that they drain you and drain your run energy, but I just feel like that's part of it. And that's if I had to pick, like, a bad mechanic, I guess. I kind of like mostly everything in, in the Inferno. But, yeah, I guess that's the one that's the most pain in the ass, having the bats drain your stats and shit. Yeah. So what? So is that update good, that the bats are... Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't like that. Like, I oh, feel really? like that's... Yeah, I feel like it's something that you should just like you that's just something you learn you have to learn around like it's the same thing you you have to learn the bats are three tick instead of four tick so you can't set up a flicking cycle infinitely with them i feel like that's just part of it learning to either keep them away from you or safe spot them so that they can't drain you and they can't drain your energy either like freezing them or again safe spotting them on another monster or pillar or something that passed though right i i think it did yeah i think it did passed but um i personally i i am not qualified as much as you and a lot of other inferno people but i thought it was fine if you pray correctly which is hard to pray every time correctly anyway right yeah yeah i i do see that i do i understand where it's coming from but it just seems like it seems kind of unnecessary yeah it's almost like they're just making it easier exactly exactly and i understand that as well and i guess that's what i didn't like about it but again is that arrogant for me to be like oh well i had to do this the hard way so like you do too yeah like I, I don't always like that argument. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that one is kind of making it easier. It doesn't need to be, but I'm not super fussed up about it either way. Yeah. Okay. Uncle continues. Favorite streamers. Favorite streamers. Ah, oh, it's hard to say. I mean, I like the big streamers a lot. I, I've been watching a lot of Roydy lately. Um, Twiddle Twix is another guy who's. Oh yeah smaller streamer right now on the come up he, he has a really really good vibe in his community um you know jimbo blowpipe uh all the inferno guys love addy streams exacts shout out to bodhi always i i always love hanging out in bodhi stream um uncle dude it's, it's like so many it's like yeah. all the boys you know all the boys that's cool so what do you prefer if you were to choose being in a high populated stream where you can't even like talk basically like you can but like the streamer is going to miss it 90 percent of the time or do you prefer a lower kind of like smaller community where you can like ask questions like just i guess in general if you could choose one i think uh i'd say i definitely spend more time in like the like smaller communities where you can like actually have a conversation with the streamer yeah and go back and forth i uh i think lately especially i i like those a lot more because it's nice to like interact and i don't know it's cool to go in Bodhi stream and say like one message but you're not going to be able to have a conversation with the guy you know no way so yeah i like being able to like conversate and meet new people and be able to have that back and forth i agree and it is it is nice going to like the big stream see what's happening and stuff it's like yeah exactly like Like, see what's up yeah make an appearance i guess yeah 
and I I think you can probably relate where it's like you got you wake up in the morning, go on Twitch, and like make the rounds almost like yeah, exactly. you pop in exactly. for like a minute and you're like, ooh, it's kind of awkward. I'm leaving. I wonder if they like just said something to me, but it's like <laughs> no, we're making the rounds. Dude, that's one thing I've always struggled with. I always I have to wait there for like five or ten minutes after yeah. I send my last message because I hate I don't want someone to be like, yo, Rocket. So uh, like, yeah. what do you think about? I just like don't reply. Like <laughs> he's gone. That's oh, that's something I've definitely. I I wouldn't say it's like stress, but I something that I still haven't been able to get past. Like I still <laughs> wait there for like ten or more minutes afterwards just to make sure. Yep, there are literally times like even today, before we before I called you, um, I was in whose stream was I in? God damn it. I'm not, I, I, how about I just don't even name the streamer, but I was, I went into a stream. I was about to say something and then I was like, you know what? Let's just hold off because we got like yeah. five minutes until I'm about to call you. And it's just like, Man, I, I, dude, we might've even been in the same stream because <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Like, do I want to say something? But then, then I might get asked the question like five minutes and I, you know, I have to, then I gotta be like, I got a dip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't, every time I don't want to be like, yeah, so I was just stopping in. So like, thanks. Like, see, I'll talk yeah, to you later. And- I've gotten to the point where it's like, I'm not going to even say, all right, t- peace. Like I'm dipping. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll just leave. Cause like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm the same. Like I, I don't want to have to say that every single time. Like, see you like ha- have our goodbyes. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Yeah. So no, I, I can relate for sure. Okay. Jimmy Jimbo blowpipe asks, um, how will, you maintain discipline and hold yourself accountable when it comes to balancing your personal life, health, hobbies, et cetera, with full-time streaming. Um, I think a lot of that will just come from like creating a daily routine and getting into that. Like I, I definitely have, I don't know if it's like mindset. I wouldn't even say it's mindset, but I definitely know when I'm doing something too much or I'm like neglecting other factors that I need to not be neglecting. So then I'll like, go to the gym and do whatever i i think uh now that i don't have school like oh i have this i can only play for this long or i can only stream for this long or oh i can't go to the gym now because i have this assignment due now i think being able to like make my own schedule and like wake up in the morning which is what i've been doing waking up being active you know going for a walk gym whatever uh make some breakfast i think just creating a daily routine will help out a lot in the discipline how are you with routines? Just personal uh, question, I guess. It, sometimes I'm good. Sometimes I'm bad. Like sometimes it, it really depends. Like it depends on the goal I'm working towards really. Um, I, I can definitely do something like go super hard at it for a week and then be like, okay, I'm taking this day off. And then the routine's gone. It's like, okay, I'm taking two days off. And then it's like, well, I took those two days off. Like, eh. Take the week it. off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take the week off. But then there's also been other times where I, I think a lot of it is just having that end goal in mind. Like, depending on what the end goal is. And I think setting goals in general, rather than, like, doing something just, like, going yeah. to the gym, just being like, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. Like, if I have a goal of a, a weight or a certain body type I want to get, I think having those in mind and then seeing progress towards those goals definitely helps uh, keeping routines and like staying on top of things. I agree. Yeah, I think uh, I used to be relatively into fitness back when I was like 21, 22. Okay. Um, 
that was back when I was more active. I was like, this is before, you know, hardcore Iron Man came out. So, right, right. But, uh, or this is around the time. But, you know, when I was when I would actually be in school and I went to school out of state, you know, I was living with a bunch of college kids and we'd go to the gym and stuff. And I was a lot more into it. And, uh, yeah, no, I think it's just it, being a streamer when you're sitting on your butt for eight hours, potentially longer some days. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. And I've definitely – I'm not – the perfect example of it at all i'm barely i'm not one to ask about fitness advice now i i went through like phases of like health and stuff and i know i know mm, a lot of it. i took classes on like nutrition and stuff but it is so important to be somewhat active yeah just with just, any lifestyle literally okay. with any lifestyle move your body like yep blood flow and like yeah keeping hydrated like those and those are things i've I, i've neglected that a lot like i've definitely been there where i'll wake up in the morning and then i just like won't have any water or food i'll just be playing runescape for like three four hours this this is like a while ago yeah. I've, I've been pretty good like past year year and a half even but there's definitely been days where it'll be like 1 2 p.m and i haven't had any water like no food i'm just sitting there fucking like addicted <laughs> to runescape i'm like bro this is so unhealthy like i i can't keep doing this that's not good I actually end up being more motivated to play the game when I'm like actually active because like I come back and like your mood is just so yeah. much better. You're like, dude, I I deserve this. This is like a reward now. Yep, for sure. And like you can play for longer because now you have like actual stamina. Like when you just yeah. literally sit on your butt all day, barely drinking any like actual water, it's like, dude, yeah. I want a nap. Like, oh, for sure. So, um, yeah, and that's something I go in and out of. I think. Sad thing to say, or this isn't sad, but I will, just going to be honest here, the times I'm most motivated to work out is when I'm seeing women. I'm sorry, uh-huh. that's just how it, that ha- that's how it be. When I am not talking to any girl, like, in any sort of romantic sense, it is just, no, I, I, no, lose, yeah. I lose all motivation to, like, work on, like, <laughs> my health, you know, just like, nope, down the drain, so... Now I'm not. I'm not saying like it's just like all or nothing, but I will say the times when I've been in college, when I'm like, you know, seeing girls, it's yeah, like, yeah. dude, okay, I'm way more. I'm beyond motivated to go to the gym every morning. But like as soon as that no, ends, I, it's like, I'm oh, it's so hard to get that motivation back, dude. So. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it for sure. Yeah, that's just my personal thing. It's like I'm always. It's tough when your goals just all relate around RuneScape for two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think that's one thing. Like, I I've started trying to focus on goals for just like long term health shit, like personal shit. Because I used to be the same, where I would be like, I'm just just trying to get jacked with the boys or something, like go to the bars and shit like that. But. Yeah, I feel like long-term personal health goals, just like stuff you chip away at each day, just add little things into your routine that aren't too heavy all at once. Yeah. It's been super nice. And just overall happiness. It's so Refreshing. good to just move, yeah, and move your body. Overall, for sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess to my little answer for that is like how I maintain discipline. I am not disciplined. I'm still working on that. How do I hold myself accountable when it comes to balancing personal health? Just... I see myself, I let myself go for a week or two. I'm like, oh God, like, okay, let's get, 
yeah let's move around a little bit like that's that's where it's like that's where the balance comes in there's a natural balance when things go south a little bit too far you're like all right time to redirect like where i'm going and there's a natural balance in life but yeah it's it's almost like that rubber band thing where you hit there and you're like all right now at least with me I, i'm like okay i have to spring back from here yep. discipline will be super hard and then it'll like fade off and then like discipline is definitely something i i still have a long way to go long way to work but i'm definitely better than i was you know three four years ago yeah. i mean i guess a lot of people could probably say that but it's definitely something i've thought more about rather than just like letting it be like oh I'm not doing this. Fuck discipline. It goes a long way. Yeah. Okay. Beagle Bong asks, in your time since playing, contents such as Raise 1 and 2 in the Inferno have really stretched the skill gap from what once seemed impossible. Do you think there will ever be more content that pushes that barrier, or do you feel that top players no longer struggle with any PVM? Dude, I hope so, man. I really hope so, that we get some content that like pushes people like that. I think we will. I think there's always like, oh, like what mechanics can they add now? But like, I guess they always come up with something. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, people are super advanced. Like once you learn like how ticks work and you get down to stuff like that, then it's really just learning new boss mechanics, I guess. But new mechanics are, I mean, it it really all depends on what is released. I think there's definitely possibilities uh, that they can release stuff that'll push people and make people have to learn there new definitely stuff. is 100% I, i'm already imagining like think of i'm just going back to like Latius doing the one tick flicking of uh like three minions on a five tick cycle with rigor every two ticks like uh-huh. imagine there's literally a mechanic that is you're in this room with 20 prayer points and you have to flick these accurately or else you die it's like there is always going to be another limit to like legitimate like like yeah wait what if uh what if to add on to that what if there was something you had to keep track of like two prayers so not only do you have to have your defensives up but you have to have either party rigor or or augury up at the same time to not take damage (laughs) yeah like Like, one could be range prayer with party range prayer with augury one could be mage prayer with rigor like yep flicking between those that (laughs) something like that would be insane dude like there's all you could always go further and further Yeah, I think I think there's definitely room for people to be pushed and improve on. I think maybe reasons why we're seeing not seeing that is just because, again, Tob was like two years ago, so we've found out a lot of the ins and outs of that. And then Chambers three years ago, four however long, we've learned. I'm sure there's still more to learn about both places, but a lot of the like metas that we have today are have just been repeated over and over and over again. Imagine a soda. Se- I feel like a lot of people love the soda seg maze, which is very simple and just yeah, kind of kind of just fun and quick. Yeah, but imagine a soda seg maze where there's like red tiles, blue tiles, and green tiles. And while you're on those tiles, you need to be praying. A oh my so god! So it's like it's even more. It's like adding on another mechanic. It's like yeah, that could be something that's like holy shit. Like this is challenging initially, but then you you understand when you're your player is actually on that true tile and so exactly. over time you'll get just really good at it that's kind of like uncle and i were actually talking recently about just ideas for raise three and stuff and he was saying he's like bro there should be something where it's like a puzzle in between rooms like almost like some sepulcher type stuff yep. where you have to dodge arrows or like you can get teleported this way to this yeah. pool of lava if you miss this or that like that'd be sick that, 
That would be sick, dude. Yeah. And that could tie into having your prayer on like on this tile or whatever. What do you what do you think is a good time uh for a raid completion? Like do you think we're at a good point where it's like 15 20 minutes, 25 like Yeah, I, I think 15 20 is good. Okay. Honestly, uh could maybe even be longer. I'm thinking what even you... shorter. Like I I think uh, that is my opinion is a okay. very fast-paced 10 minute maybe 12 minute. I think 12 minutes like really cool where it's like it's very tough. The entire time it's like boom 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 like just going ham and then you're like okay, oh like, like you're, you're you're good instead of it like kind of dragging out a bit too long. Yeah. Um so I I like something like that with rare stuff, but I would also like something that might take a little bit longer, 25 30 minutes even, but with just like you're you're gonna get rewarded after putting all that time in, you know. That's true. Yeah, well, I I think they're gonna probably be around twenty to thirty minutes on release for these new okay. raids. That's what I think. But yeah, I, I uh, who was it? I think it was Port Cazard. Somebody was talking about in a like in an in enraged version where Ooh. it's like apparently RS three does it. I don't play RS three, but apparently there's like these things where you do a wave or something and then you can accept your reward there or continue. But if you fail, then you you lose everything. Yeah. See, that would be sick. I I would be something like that could be cool. Yeah. Okay. Hobbit. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think 15, 20 minutes is, I kind of, I kind of like that, especially for something solo. But again, with, You want to get rewarded after putting a while in. Like, I don't want something to be super rare after putting in 15, 20, 30 minutes. If Raids 3 is not soloable, like physically not soloable, would you be disappointed? I think so, yeah. I think so. I agree. But There's people. Maybe, yeah. I'm biased just because I like solo stuff, but. I'm biased. I, yeah, I, I would too, because. It's annoying if you can't find a team, you just can't do the content. There's no other way around it. Like, yeah. at least in solo, you can. Yeah, I, I think should be scaled evenly, like Chambers, between solo and teams. So you're not like wasting your time doing teams and you're not wasting your time doing solos. What I really want, this will not happen, but I would really love it if Raid 3 was. There was no scaling to it. It is scaled for like five people or something or however long they want to be it. And that is it. Like, so there's no, it's just like, yeah, if you want to do this in a solo, go ahead, but you're going to be struggling. But I feel like whenever things are scaled, yeah, I'll admit like chambers did it probably as good as you can get it. But like, dude, nightmare is just so stupid. Like the way it scales after like five man and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's like, don't, don't like the drop rates change like weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm nervous with any form of scaling now with Jagex. I really wish it was just like, there you go. That's the raid. If you have more people, it's going to be easier, but you're, it's going to be less efficient, but you can do it in a harder. I I don't know. I just feel like it should just have one set scale in my opinion. Yeah. It leaves out all the bullshit. Like, Oh, Nope. Now your raid. Now your points are getting decreased. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like the point decreciate. Like, I. Th- I like that. It, it stays five, but you finish the raid and you have all the chance of getting the drop. Yeah. It just takes a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm. I'm cool with that. 
I'm as just, long as yeah. I just want it to be solo a bull. Like it's possible. Like even if yeah. it's maybe a little bit less efficient. I don't like how like Tob. Sure, you can solo if you have thousands of purple sweets, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like for something to be like realistically soloable. And and team based though, not just one or the other. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to get that right. Yeah, it's, people, it's a really hard. People line. are already like, "Oh, why are you making Fasani's soloable?" I'm like, "Uh, because it's it's literally the point of it to make it like a tough solo encounter." But like, yeah. there's there's literally people that are just super against things ever being soloable. They want the game because it's an MMO, and I see their point. It's an MMO, make things yeah. team based because there's very few things that are exclusively team based. But right. team based, in our own opinions, as we can both agree, is just not as enjoyable, and that's our bias. Yeah. So it's tough to make something that everyone's gonna love. Yeah, it's hard to please everyone. Uh, what is your current? What is your stance on current death mechanics? Hobbit's asking, as there is no item sync currently, and the meta for all end game is to just bring max gear every and anywhere for a 60k to 100k GP risk. Should we go back to risky mechanics? where you'd bring what you were willing to lose or and then he says and have a possible sink for d hide barrows armor bandos blow pipes things okay um, anyway so it's hard to say because i like the old death mechanics but i also like how you can because think about it we probably wouldn't have all this like dps this and that I mean, I'm sure we would, but it would just be with way less like, okay, this is your DPS. This is your fourth item that you're probably going to risk that'll add to your DPS. I like the old death mechanics. I do because it, it almost makes every single account like a hardcore. But with the server stability and like someone can just hit a world offline, like yep. uh, you, we, we can't do that. Until those problems are impossible to happen, I feel like it's it wouldn't be good. I, am, I feel like it, yeah no go ahead well i guess i was just gonna say i feel like if they were to have something where okay it, like our server problems are solved you're not gonna dc and lose your stuff like you're only risking i guess in within your ability to kill the boss like if you die it's your fault i think that would be good uh, i guess good for game economy i mean i play iron man so i guess i don't know much yeah. about it but and you haven't really been have you really experienced death mechanics that's another thing I was just going to say. Like, it would be a pain in the dick on an Iron Man to die and then lose your Dragon Warhammer and, like, your Bando's armor and stuff like that. So, I. It, yeah. What, what's your take on it? Because I. Honestly, I've done, like, they have done such a good job with death mechanic rework. Okay. I, I like, literally have barely any complaints. Like, it, there is always going to be something I wish was changed slightly or something because you can't please every single person. But dude, for the most part, they nailed it. Like, okay, it is so good. It because now it's like all instances you can reclaim your shit. Um, so like if you die in an instance, like oh, all your shit's just gone. And like, why is a Scotizo fight any tougher than like anything else? Like, why is Scotizo more punishing than like? TOB, yeah, right. You know, so it's very consistent around the board now. Um, the other thing is reclaiming your shit is like. It's it's not like a super annoying process, and you can always reclaim it just at death itself. So you go right. to the office and you just reclaim it for a higher fee. And yeah. the best part was death's coffer, making it so dupes yeah. can become your yeah. GP. 
See, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of completely forgot about the new death mechanics. I was just thinking, oh, yeah, like we just have our one hour. And yeah, yeah. Get- no, they're completely reverted, but I know you probably haven't experienced it much. Yeah, I, I think now that I think about them, they, they're really good. They, it kind of solves that issue. Like there is risk, yeah. but it's not like you're straight up losing your items. Yeah, or you're and they did it really well where it's like you're not bound by gold pieces. Like, yeah, exactly. You can actually just exchange things that are worth something in the game. And so dupes now actually, you know, can provide yeah. some meaningful benefit to your account. Yeah, I like that. They did such a good job. I really have hardly any complaints. Yeah, I mean, that's like the perfect thing to come because now, like, it's not like if you DC, you just, yeah, like, you can and, get yourself just at a higher rate or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, when you die, it's like, for example, I'll, I'll die at Corp all the time. And the fee now is like 250K, but it comes through Death's Coffer. So it's still like, oh, uh, I shouldn't have died. I should have just teleported out because now it's like an inconvenience. But it's also like, oh, that's 250K out of my coffer because I'm risking literally like inquisitors and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the max it'll go for an iron is 250K. And I think that's fair. And it comes out of Death's Coffer. Where it's like, okay, now I can just get a clue dupe and just shove it in the coffer. And that pays for my next deaths. Exactly. I just think they did a really good job. And yeah, I'm like system. I'm against I was against initially when people were like people shouldn't be bringing max gear to everywhere. That was the dumbest argument. In my opinion, that was the dumbest argument. Like you're just like you shouldn't you should you should be bringing like crappy barrow stuff to like boss yeah, because that you're yeah. risking that. I was like that's so dumb, dude. Yeah, like we literally spent all this time getting this item and now it's worth a fuck ton for you mains with the ge like this is the price of it so now this item has to cost you this and they were a lot of the community was saying you should you should have to pay that gold fee like millions of gold like dude this is just not gonna work because (laughs) iron men first of all aren't based on the ge at all and if you're gonna like make us compliant to like a mains game style just so weird yeah it was just really dumb it's like you shouldn't be able to bring max gear to everywhere or else you should like risk losing tens of millions of gold yeah, it's perfect it's perfect how you're like like they did with like you're saying iron man like you pay your 250k whatever but you can use the gear that you worked your ass off for yep. like you can actually experience the benefits yeah. of uh like, of this new gear you're getting and stuff like imagine i get an inquisitor's mace and let's just say they had made get like just the death mechanics that way i just spent over a thousand hours grinding for this one singular item now i can't even use it because it's like oh i'm scared that i now have to pay 50 yeah. when i die for it raw gp from my iron man like what the fuck like yeah, yeah makes no, no sense works yeah. fine for a main i guess because everything's just bound to ge prices but yeah yeah a little bit rough on irons i think they did a great job all right. Um, <clears throat> if you if you have that thread thread open, you see anything, you can ask away. Okay, okay I'm just yeah, I'm scrolling through. Uh, I have a, I guess, sort of a question, but um, sure. Like who who are some of the players? I guess, and I can already imagine who you who you're gonna name off. But like, who are the players that you most look up to, like in OSRS, for any reason? Okay. Um. You know my boy Exact. Gotta gotta throw him out there. What That's a legend! Stuff. Yeah, like everyone's seen what he's done, but also just like such a good person, always willing to help. Um, like solo raids and everything. I learned I learned pretty much all that from Lake Ladius Puggin. Um, shout out to Tip Rickety, who 
basically did a lot of the refining to a lot of the methods that we do today in solos acid run and gear setups and all this stuff like refining four to zero and stuff um like i, I don't want to not name anyone yeah but like, now that's that's the problem but people just have to understand that you're not going to be able to name everybody yeah yeah there, there's a lot of people dude Bodhi of like dude Bodhi is he does everything for everyone like he's such a big member of the community always trying to help everyone and just i mean going back gameplay that man's that man's a beast with everything him Broidy, like super intelligent yeah a lot of you know of course wooks a lot of those guys but i i mean i guess with solo raid specifically i i know i learned a lot of that from those those main three really lake Ladius, and puggin and then Tip Rickety helping me out a lot with that. Who is a player that has quit or doesn't really involve himself in the community anymore that you wish would like come back or you miss them, I guess? Is there anybody that's like, damn, I wish they were still like around? Do you I know I did not ask these questions prior, so it's just straight up like on the spot no, thinking. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Do you know? Okay, Golden Axe. That's my boy. I, I I want Golden Axe to come back and play. Do you know who DJMX is, though? DJMX1000? Ah, uh, no. I don't even think I can... I think his Twitch name is DJMX100. He was one of the first hardcores to die in Tob. He he was the one who got clapped by, like, two spiders in a Verzik melee. Oh, I, it was, that was a, on a clip, right? Was yeah, a clip yeah, of it? yeah. Yeah, I watched that. That he was, was he, like one of the first people to do like no pillow or inferno and stuff like that that man is a beast dude that man's a gamer i'd like to see him come back and and be super active that's awesome uh another question i had thought of beforehand was what do you think of hardcore being so prevalent when i ask this because i'm just curious because a lot of people are like hardcore mode is so scuffed, DC related, but yet everybody and ev- all the high, high uh, content creators, like the the big content creators, are still actively pursuing hardcore. Yep. Uh, so what do you what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think it's just because it's it is just such a unique game mode where you have one life, and yet there's so many issues that people still keep pushing it? Like, and then there's like obviously a probably a decent amount of mental health that goes into like losing all your fucking progress like yeah what are your um, thoughts on that why is it still so prevalent in your opinion and why and do you think it is just going to continue to be that game mode that is the most widely uh viewed i guess i i think it is a, a lot of just like that one life it's like what can you achieve without ever dying and then you just go from there you can do different account builds you can try to go for different items like kind of like i was saying earlier i I think it's just a lot of the risk like and once you get used to going around the game with like okay i need to watch my back here i can't just enter this cave because there might be something that one hits me like once you get used to that it's just like that's just kind of your way of playing you play like cautiously and it, it it becomes like fun in a weird stressful way um but yeah then comes like the server issues and shit like that definitely sucks like, I lost my last hardcore to, like, not even my internet going offline. It was, like, the actual world. Everyone in that world went offline at the same time. Uh, but even after that, it's, like, 
again, I don't I don't know if I could keep playing if I didn't have any goals. Like I couldn't just finish a hardcore and then make an account and do the exact same goals all over again. Yeah. But as long as there's stuff to do and like new bosses that come and like the chance of being the first hardcore to get that boss pet or get that new blade or whatever they release, I think that adds adds into a lot of the like motivation and drive to keep playing hardcores for people. Okay. Somebody DM'd me uh asking this was actually on a this was a while ago, it was a couple months ago. Somebody had DM'd me asking this question. I never asked it to the guest I was supposed to ask it to, but I'm gonna ask it now. What do you think of a hardcore normal game mode? Not Iron Man. Hardcore normal account. Yes, but only for supplies and stuff. Like, I think it would be really cool if there was a hardcore normal game mode where you had to get all, like, your own gear and stuff because it, it would seem kind of pointless if you could just, like, I don't know, go do LMS for a shit ton of money or go do scaling for a shit ton of money and then I mean, just, you could just buy, buy bonds. Like, you could just buy yeah, bonds yeah, legally. Buy bonds. But, yeah. yeah, something but like that. That would be the... Per- like, so there wouldn't be any restrictions. You could just go buy... I mean, you'd still have to train your stats, but... It would be a normal account experience, no dying. So the only real flexes would be like collection log and pets and stuff. Yeah, I, I guess there are collection log and, and pets and stuff. It would be cool. And I, I think it would be, I think a lot of people would be a lot more willing to try it out than the hardcore Iron Man. Yeah. Just because like to play an Iron Man, you know, you have to put a lot of hours in. Like if there's something you want and let alone item grinds like even early game a lot of the scaling and stuff you have to do some tens 20s like 100 hour grinds um which i guess some people don't have i I think it would be more accessible to people but eh, I'm, i'm more or less for it i would like a hardcore game mode where you can you have to get all your own armor and stuff but like you can buy like potions and and food, maybe that's a little bit PVM biased, but uh, yeah. and buy staminas, of course. You don't have to do agility for staminas. That's my dream. Yeah, it's kind of. I guess uh, one thing, like for content creators' sake, is if there was a main hardcore mode, you could make your own restriction saying, "I'm not yeah. going to use gear, but I'm going to buy. Right. I'm going to buy supplies and shit at the GE." Yeah, so that's a good point. You can make that point. as a content creator standpoint, but is that something? Personally, I, I ask that, but I'm personally like not for it because it just makes even more like it, it causes even more problems with oh I died to a DC like it's like like another thing is like is it it's not really necessary like we have hardcore Iron Man it just, it's just more of it's like another another leaderboard for the high scores to have it's yeah. like oh I'm top ranking this but okay there's a hundred thousand other things to be top ranked in so like yeah. I guess that's talking rankings and comp- competitive wise, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's needed, but I think it would be more accessible to people that wanted to try that type of game mode, but I don't think it's needed. Okay. Um, I see a question here, two questions. 42 is asking, what's it like being goaded in the legendary emoticon BF rock L? <laughs> I don't know about goaded, man. <laughs> Dude, that that was during a that was during a cooking stream. Alyssa and I did when she when she was down here. I was I was drinking a lot of wine, and someone was like, "Bro, do a do a dancey mode." I was like, "All right." I was fucking pretty drunk, so yeah, it was fun. That's where the emo came from. I'm gonna 
just pull it up real quick for those that don't know. Well, people are already probably spamming it in the chat. It's it's been enabled in my stream, but oh, my dude. <laughs> so there it is. This is what we're looking at. Um, <laughs> God damn it! It is quality, man. Like it's a good like loop too. Shout out to Mofo. Shout out Shout Mofo. Out. He doesn't miss. He does not miss. Man made that emote. Man's made a, a few of my other emotes. Man does not miss. Okay, and then the other one was Hemsky is asking, how does one play solo Ulm so beautifully? It's hypnotic <laughs> watching BF Rocket doing solo chambers. Yeah, that's just that's just a lot of practice and like how many a lot of. I'm curious, how many hours do you think you put into chambers? Been inside of chambers? Can you just kind of guess? Um. Do you think over a thousand? I don't know how many chambers you've actually done. So definitely over a thousand, hundred percent. I was gonna say maybe even close to two thousand, but that's a lot of time. But I've done on this account, I've done like a lot of one-hour raids. So probably I would say around fifteen hundred. I don't know, a lot of time. I did two thousand three hundred regular solos on the last Iron Man because that that was like my goal was to complete raids all through solos. Yeah. I kept my regular raid KC strictly solos. And then my CM KC uh, was like 400 or something, 300. Um, that, that was like some teams, but yeah, still. That's, like, that's a lot of hours. <laughs> those are like Probably. 45 minute CMs maybe. Yeah. Maybe a little bit quicker, maybe 40 minutes on average because I did some teams, some solos. I mean, 40 minutes times that 300 and then probably average 25 minute raids over those 2.3 K that I did another 300 on this account, which probably average time. Cause I've done a lot of scaled raids on this account. So average time, maybe somewhere around like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, even I spent a lot of time in chambers, man, a lot of time in chambers. Crazy. But yeah. That just comes from again, like watching those people that I watched when I was learning trying to see the way they did things and then kind of like replicate. Yeah. And then just muscle memory, getting muscle memory there. Just once it's there, it's there. It's not really going anywhere. All right. If you could take away one thing from the game and add one thing from the game, it's that typical J mod, new J mod question. I saw this one and this one was hard. I don't know what I would take away. I'm I'm trying to think like, it's this isn't really like content wise, but maybe third party clients, but only if there was like an updated client that we could use with, you know, like a lot of the a lot of the simple shit. But some something that just came to mind earlier was like, I don't like how you can't go in the wilderness anymore wearing ghostly robes. And like, that's kind of like a disguise because Runelight and shit, they, they have all these like player indicators with just puts a big red box on you and your big ass name on the screen. Like if there's someone, you see them. I I like how before plugins and stuff like that stuff was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, That's... we're never going back to that time, unfortunately, and fortunately for like. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I know. We definitely aren't. It's it's the, it's the way it's progressing. And see, I there, there's probably a lot more stuff that I like than dislike when it comes to like third party clients. So like, I wouldn't want them to go anywhere. But just I don't know. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Though. Doing agility right now, like these big ass green boxes that I'm clicking instead of like just before you have to search for the area. Like I don't know. Yeah. Now I. Things- 
Yeah, there's a lot of customization, so I personally just try to get rid of as much clutter as possible. But I yeah, will admit, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. It kind of gets rid of that charm, that old school charm. It just seems like this game's like a robotic game now. To like, click this spot, yeah, like, here's exactly. all the names, here's all the stats, here's like everything listed for you. It's like Jesus Christ, what am I playing? Exactly. Add add one thing though, like I mean, typical probably probably Rage Three. I also had this idea of like some sort of like. And maybe this would be the way to unlock Raids 3. Some sort of like super quest that's like has a bunch of challenges and puzzles and different boss fights and stuff that you have to complete in time. And like I'm talking three, four different boss fights in this quest and then like some super boss at the end that's like super difficult. But at the same time, like I don't know if I'd want that to be locked behind or like Questcape locked behind that because. Yeah maybe that'd be the equivalent of like walking quest gate behind inferno what if so like, what that's if, a big ask, but so i'm pretty sure desert treasure 2 is going to be like the thing that's unlocked behind uh i hope so Race i three i think so so yeah but that'd be sick dude. what if you know you're saying like something really challenging locked behind it what if it was like you can't even do raids three until you've completed like the master uh, achievement diary for whatever it is like that those new um what am i even yeah. thinking of yeah yeah see i like that i like like maybe not specifically the the master achievement diary but like and that's why that's why there's a problem with it like being a quest because like you can't make a quest too hard like yeah. you can't make it like inferno level difficulty yeah because questscape would be so much more rare you know yeah. and it, it's a pretty useful item that i know a lot of people like it, it's like a nice goal to go for get a questscape um but i i would like for it to be locked behind something like inferno level difficulty to where you can't do rage three unless you've beat that challenge first i like that a lot yeah but is that, is that like too exclusive is that like way too unfair to people i don't know probably i would see like the majority of the community would yeah i agree majority would but then on the other side it's like damn I worked my ass off for this infernal cape. I worked my ass off to complete this challenge so I could go do this with, you know, these games. So what if it was like this? What if it said so you know how like you can't do inferno until you show a fire cape? What if you can't do right. race 3 until you show an infernal cape? Is that yeah, is that yeah, good yeah. enough or would you need some grandmaster super grandmaster quest? I I think I, I think inferno would be good enough, but just something of the sort, like yeah. some sort of challenge that you have to complete to to get there. But I I think in, inferno would be cool. But I would want it to make sense for it to be the Infernal Cape, you know? Yeah. Like, I would I would want it to be... And I guess that's why I said Quest, because they could tie something else in yeah. that makes sense for it to be like, okay, it's locked behind this. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough, to, tough to say. Yeah. I don't know what my thoughts are on it. Um, Roy Royster, big shout out to Royster, is asking, HCIM rank one Zook KC. What, are, what is your rank right now? And how, what, what's your KC currently? Uh, well, I'm rank one on, like, does he mean alive? Because I'm rank one, but that account's dead. So, oh, yeah, your, uh, your previous hardcore? Yeah, that account's rank one still at 80kc. What's rank two? This, this hardcore that I'm on right now is rank five with 23. And rank two is dead vit two at 57, and he's alive. So he's rank one alive, I guess. Okay. But you were rank one. Yeah, you're yeah. Currently, was, still like on that rank one spot. Yeah, it's that rank one still stands until someone passes it. I guess. I guess people look at like hardcore stuff differently. It's like yeah, oh, rank one to... matters. 
That's why I like that because it shows like who's achieved the most before they died, yeah. and then it's like, okay, you want you want rank one, you got to pass them. Yeah. I, I won't be I won't be going uh going for even rank one alive or anything. I'll do a few more Zuck tasks on here for some Slater XP, but yeah, I won't be doing too much more after that. I don't think. Would you want? Let's just say, you know, raids three comes out. Would you compete for like rank one raids three? On a hardcore? Yeah, I mean, this is after it's been figured out. Yeah, and stuff. Uh, Would that be potentially. Something? Like, see, it's bad. A lot of the way I play is with DC in mind. Yeah, like I don't, I don't like doing stuff to where like I don't want to lose. Like that I sucks. want to die in a fun way. I don't want to die just DCing. Yeah. So, but that's not me saying I want it to be a safe death at all. Not at all. I know. Um, it's, it, it, it just really depends. It just stinks because it's funny. Your two most favorite pieces of content are safe. And I just feel like it just has to be something with just the stress of playing yeah. hardcore. Like, God damn it. Like, Bro, you're probably right. Like, you're probably right. Maybe yeah. a big reason I, I came to love Chambers and Inferno is like, okay, I can't die here. Like, this is something I can actually, like, that test sh- my limits. Yep. And the stress try- is gone. The safing up is is gone. And you get to just exactly. gain. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, that's actually a very good point. I never thought about that. But that probably is why. Because if I played a main account, like, I'd probably played tob and a lot a lot of other stuff way more risky i understand See? the appeal to hardcore i will just say that iron the way i've and you've already played your iron man your your previous dead hardcore but mm-hmm. there is something so enjoyable about playing a mode where it's just like endless progression i have not stressed out about anything and i can really really push my limits on every piece of content because the only Dude. limiting factor is me dying and it doesn't like, even matter you don't have to go look at the fucking weather outside be like oh is the <laughs> yeah. weather okay can i fucking go game right now yeah. like dude that's it's awful ridiculous. it's ridiculous to have to do that shit yeah but uh, yeah i guess that's just part of it you get used to it but yeah. it would be really really nice and again come back to chambers inferno that's probably why i like them so much because it's not like let me go check the weather. Let me go see how my internet's doing today. Let me check all my cables and make sure like nothing's gonna crash my computer. Like, oh man. So I was talking to Uncle Cool on the last cast about how amazing Inferno is. That it has no reward. You don't get any loot besides the cape and the pet, and it somehow is so highly and like that content is so highly engaged with still to this day. People mm-hmm. are spending four hours skipping just to have another go at the Inferno. Like, why, how is it so good where it's like you're not even getting rewarded with loot? You're just getting a, a cape and some tackle. Like, I think it's like, I mean, personally, I see it as like the thing like me back in the day. Like, I could never do a fire cape. I was such a noob. And then once I got my first fire cape, I was like, dude, I want to be able to do this more. Once I got my first Inferno cape, I was like, dude, like, that's awesome. I was able to do it like. I found it fun because I felt like I was that person that I always like, not in an arrogant way, but I was always that, you know, like, Oh, this guy can do that. I wish I was like that, like that guy. And I'm like, damn, now I am like this guy to where I, I can like do this piece of content. Yeah. And I just found it really like, I've always liked the wave based challenges. So maybe other people are the same. The Zuck fight itself is, I don't know. Something about it is just so much fun. Oh, it's so cool. Cause it's like, it's it's like a it's like a novelty. You yeah, got to that was, point, and then you just get this little taste of it. It's like ooh, it's exactly, so exactly. Dude, I kid you not. Watching Adwam do like all skit, like Jad and like 
the other ranger major and healer oh. skip is <laughs> so cool to watch it is the coolest thing to ever watch and that's that's it's like the same thing we were saying earlier how like when i was a noob at band i was doing the prey melee method and seeing other people flicking and shit i was like dude like i want to be able to do that and then when you are doing that it's like i'm doing this shit it feels so good oh yeah rewarding because you worked for it like yeah same thing with all that that flicking the stuff at at zuck like yeah i've never gone that that far into it i've done the on a speed run i've, I've skipped mage jad and healers damn i've never done both mage and range and jad and everything like that with oh all yeah the i guess you do kill the ranger don't you i can't actually remember if adwan does that yeah maybe you kill well, at least on on those speed runs you kill ranger okay because yeah, that's just quick to kill but like on those low level accounts and shit where you're stacking seven majors, you have to get them on the same tick. And then, then you have to build the wall with them and spread them apart. And I, I don't know if you remember, but early on exact did the, the thing where <laughs> he set up four mages blocked it. So the healers can't even get to Jad, right? Yeah. That, well that one, but he, even before that, before they figured out there was the mage set cap, I think this was like him and unpredictable <laughs> working on it, but they thought the sets just keep spawning. Yeah. So he stacked like four mages, three rangers, and then had Jad on top of all of them. Like, dude, I don't know, man. It's just like seeing that is ridiculous. Dude, I just think how long it took to know, like, okay, so I I remember all those exact streams where he's like moving way like south, kind of, or I don't know if it's yeah, north or south, dude. but like moving south to to like maneuver the mages and stuff like what is like insane how many times did this take to like understand which tile safe or not <laughs> you know just like yeah that, dude that's one thing God. i wonder like how do you how do you develop these methods and shit it's like you have to spend so many trial and error attempts just doing that like i cannot be asked like who can be asked to yep. do that yep and then the um i'm pretty sure i don't know who developed it i think it was exact but just that whole spreadsheet of like waves like they're like the top like the grid that you like you look at and you see exactly like where, where the stuff can spawn and where it'll move and stuff yeah. that one is like uh, line of sight and everything for every monster like <laughs> i think i think that one is hanky oh did he is? make it i i'm pretty sure yeah okay that would make sense i i didn't know who made it but i remember like exact and ad while i'm using it. I'm yeah like, I, I remember seeing them all use it this is that, that should that shit blows my mind i don't know how to use this insane and that it's the same thing like ge challenge uses those same mechanics to develop those like uh zami method and bandos yeah. I, I think like, develop methods like those guys are so cool i wish i could get like insight to their brains just to see how they think of and like like Port Hazard as well. Like, how do they find these like items and shit that you can use in these super obscure places and ways, like certain timings and shit? They got wow. the desire to like figure it out, and you know, I have yeah. my little skilling methods on my uh, YouTube, and I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I have Same that thing. passion for like discovering things. I'm uh-huh. definitely not even on any sort of level compared to some of these guys, but. It's real, like, I have that passion for it, and there's players that just are big brain and have the passion for it, and damn, they they go hard, like, yep, it's insane. Yeah, that, that stuff is awesome, dude. Yeah. Okay. A cold one asks, you got a hot tub? <laughs> I do not. My parents have a hot tub, though. Ooh. So, uh, 
I'll be actually moving back out with them in a couple months now that school's done and my lease will be ending. I'll be moving back out with them for half a year or a year or something like that. So I I will have access to a hot tub. Well, shit. All right. Do you got any questions, topics for me uh, or any that I missed? I know I missed a, a few, but I, I'm literally going up and down throughout this whole thing. Like. Yeah, I mean, I actually had a few questions written down on this notepad just over over the last week, and I, I've gone over all of those um, okay. that I wanted to get myself. But looking through the comments, I saw Mofo put something. He said, when did you first realize you were pretty good at the game, and when did you realize you wanted to take a step further and really improve your skill set and master the game mechanics? Like, I, I, don't, I don't think there's ever, even now, I don't think there's ever been a point where I was like, oh, I'm good at this game. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like that. I just feel like I'm always trying to learn stuff and see what the better people do and, like I said, try to replicate that um oh oh i see i literally just refreshed he literally posted that an hour ago i, yeah, like, I yeah, am not yeah. seeing this dude like are we on the same threads yeah <laughs> yeah this was uh, this was during while while we were going over this go ahead um, keep going but i i feel like when i started like trying to go for some real shit was like inferno inferno and solo raids those two were both like i was like i can never learn that that's only for like the elite 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 but then i was like dude fuck it i'm just gonna try yep and then I just like went in there, like the Inferno. I went in there with prayer pots and sharks. I was just like, I just want to see how far I can get. Let me just see what I can do. Made it like wave forty or something, but I just wanted to learn. And then after, even after I got my first cape, I was like, dude, I don't feel like I'm good at the Inferno. I don't, and I, I don't like when I'm not good at something and I'm not doing something like the way it should be done. When there's people that can, yeah. So I, I don't know. I always just wanted to better myself and. If there's something I was bad at, I wanted to not be bad at it anymore. I guess this is like the yeah. simplest way of putting it. It um, was interesting because I look at this question and I just think like, I never thought I was good at the game at all until I kind of got that confidence boost from completing the Inferno. Just going in there, just send it. Like, just yeah. go. you have to step into the Inferno. Like, it's, it's very intimidating at first. Yeah, that's step in. like... People are like, okay, I still need to do this. I need to prepare for this. I need to get this item. I need to go do this boss first. Like, honestly, you just have to go in there and send it. When, yeah. Once you get your feet in there, it's like, this, uh, this isn't all that bad. Like, there's definitely some stuff I need to learn. But yeah, I feel like the big barrier is just getting in there. I, um, I, I always, I always had a, a sense of rhythm for the game. Like, I always, I, I feel like the first time I had any sort of confidence with myself was learning how to one tick flick on Slayer tasks. Okay. It was like, because I remember watching streamers trying to learn. I remember Alfie was doing, he was one tick flicking the mage prayer against uh, one of those majors in the fight caves. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're going to, you're going to mess up, dude. Like, don't do that. Like, I remember Alfie word for word. I remember him saying, yeah, you know how to one tick flick when you can flick wave. What is it? Wave 62 before Jad was at 61 in fight cave. 62. The double major, whatever yeah. it is. I remember him being like, yeah, you know, you can one tick when you can one tick this wave. And I was like, bro. That's impossible. I'll like, never be able. To you're that. suicidal, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, what like, are you doing? No, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, but I that was like the time where I was like, okay, I it took it took a few weeks to finally really get it down. But like one tick flick, and I was like, okay, I actually have some sort of knowledge now. Like, why 
prayers are working the way they do. Why, when I click on the ground, I don't move instantaneously. Like, oh, I understand why there's like a weird lag sometimes. It's because I'm t clicking on the very end of a tick, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I guess to just go on top of like, you just have to jump in. When I was trying, I always had the idea. I wanted something harder. I wanted some sort of challenge. This was after I had my first cape and like a few KC doing Slayer tasks and stuff. I was like, I want something like difficult that like not many people have done. So that's when I started messing around with the idea of no pillar Inferno. Cause th there had been like six or seven people or something who, have, who had completed it at that time. And I was like, dude, I'm not one of these people. Like, you have to be one of those ridiculous guys to go fucking do Inferno with no pillar. Yep. But then one day I was just like, bro, fuck it. I'm just going to try. I just want to see what I can do, see how far I can make it. And then from there, I, I, I saw my benchmark. I was like, okay, I, I need to improve on this and do this different and learn how to do this. And it got to the point where I was like, I can do this, bro. Like, I know I can complete this. I can be one of these 10 people or whatever. And that was just, that was really, really motivating. Once I saw, like, it is possible. Have, it's any, bro, like, I swear anyone can do, like, the Inferno. And, like, once you see this shit is possible, it's so motivating, honestly. Like, I can be one of those people. Let's go for it. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember watching Lake years ago. Yep. Lake yep, was Lake. a god, <laughs> man. Still yep. is. Yep. Just like yeah, I've learned. Dude, shout out to Lake. He helped me. He's helped me a lot with uh, just like giving me tips and stuff in raids and learning different methods. And shout out to Lake. He is a big gamer. I was just thinking about it the other day. So, um, well, first of all, uh, like I don't know when it was, but uh, you had subbed to me, and then Lake had like resubbed to me, and I just. I'm literally honored. Like, it's just like an honor to have these like people that I looked up to so much before I ever started streaming. Like they're something to me. I'm like, what is happening? Like what is happening in this world where like, I never thought I'd even be in a position like where I'm streaming. And then all of a sudden, like the people I have always watched and yeah, looked up dude, to are I, like coming into my that. stream. And it's not about I, like the sub necessarily, but it's just, yeah, it's just, no, I, I get it for sure. Yeah. It's that, uh, hanging out talking just showing the support it's like dude like it's this weird. guy like yeah no i get it <laughs> yeah and i bet you could imagine the same thing because you watch streams beforehand and then you start streaming and you stream people you know i remember bodhi uh provided that i don't know what he it was like the sound like yeah the, 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 mic the whole microphone setup and everything that yeah that was a huge like that that moment alone that was like a huge boost for my stream because obviously like that man has influence yeah. and uh it's that amazing. helped get my name out there a lot and, and and even even just streamers going into your chat like do you remember when you would first start streaming and then like a partnered streamer would come in your chat dude it's like, dude the what like i watched this person <laughs> no. what it's weird but uh, the first person was actually exact that was like a famous really? the fa he didn't even have a check mark he wasn't partnered he hadn't okay. he hadn't blown up yet, and he came into my stream when I was doing raids. I I don't I I can't confirm he was the first like now partnered streamer, but he came to my right. stream. I had no idea who he was, <laughs> and he was like just trying to help me. Just gave gave me a couple tips on uh, chambers, and they were good tips. But I was like, uh -huh. I was like, shut up. 
like, yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Like, no, but I'm, 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 I'm gracious when people like come in with good advice. I'm like, okay, like I'll take it. But dude, and then I realized, like, oh, that's exact. And I realized a couple months later, I'm like, oh God, like, yeah. <laughs> what am I done? Just, just to piggyback on that, bro, there's such a big difference of giving advice and just being annoying backseating. Like, yeah, there's, there's definitely such a big difference. And I'm not saying in that case, but like, dude, like there's a way to give helpful advice where you're not coming across as like, just like you're trying to backseat and just make people do things your way. Yeah. It's tough though. When you're like in a, a stream, that's kind of popping off and you got a lot of people giving not yeah. constructive criticism. And then you try to give your constructive criticism yeah. and then you just look like an asshole as well because yeah, everyone else is spamming exactly. you're like uh, i'm just gonna i i just gotta leave here i'm getting stressed out no for Dude, sure i, I will I, I will literally leave streams when i when i'm just like have you ever like been in the passenger seat of a car where somebody's driving really terribly and your feet are like pressed up against the floor because you're so yep. tense you're yep. like this person's gonna crash at any point like, yeah that's me in a stream and i'm just like dude this is too much anxiety unnecessary i need to leave the stream now before i like explode no i i've definitely been there before too okay you know what i saw this topic i was like debating on even whether saying it but shout out to whale he says thoughts on the inconsistency and daylight savings time changes around the globe dude bad daylight savings time bad bro is this because it's related to your death at zora is that bro, is how this is related to? Because now I'm okay. This is connecting the dots. Shout out Whale, bro. Whale, Whale was actually uh, he was he was one of the like OG homies from super early in my stream. He used to hang out all the time. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I lost I lost my first hardcore because I'm pretty sure like the US and the UK have different daylight savings times, and I forget which one it was. I think it was us the US going back one hour. But the UK staying on their regular time, oh, so God. the the daily revive for like the the Western Elite Diary that you get. If people don't know, you get one free life at Zora per day. That had reset for me every single day at seven p.m. So I was like seven p.m. Boom, reset. We're good to go. <laughs> but daylight savings time had made that revive go from seven p.m. to eight p.m. And I didn't account for that because it was like. Again, it was like the, the two on on different different schedules. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought I was uh, perfectly fine. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna kill Zora with 30 HP, and then I got hit to zero HP. I was like, wait, why don't I see like the green message in the chat? Like, why am I not being revived? <laughs> and then I spawned in Falador, and my helmet was gray. I was like, bro, what just happened? God. I swear the game switched. Like, why did that get? Why did the game do that, bro? Yeah, that's and... horrible. <laughs> And but seriously though, it's the 21st century. Like I don't think we really need daylight savings time anymore. <laughs> like, isn't the purpose of daylight savings time wasn't it for like the farmers and stuff and like way way back so like they can have like an extra hour on their crops and stuff like that? I have no idea, and that's why I was scared to ask it because I'm just like I don't have any opinion on this. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's the origin. It was so farmers had like the extra hour in their day to plant their crops or or do whatever uh, the Kona's, but uh, like we're in the 21st century like we have fucking warehouses and shit with with artificial light that can just grow all you know everything and yeah, yeah we, we can work around that now and so no, i don't yeah I've... don't need daylight savings times anymore <laughs> especially when it's inconsistent like yeah when 
some states do it some countries do it some don't like and then you no. got like those like half hour increments and some like, yeah and some, <laughs> oh my god yeah what's happening yep interesting um okay well i don't have any more topics let me know if you have any you yeah i'm just or... last time i think um oh the one from ignoble i did like that one he said this i think this is the last one i saw do you enjoy streaming or old school runescape more or both do you play a lot off stream um that's a good question it's gone back and forth i do i do play a good amount off stream yeah it's gone back and forth to where i would be playing to stream and then then i'd be streaming to play if if you know what i mean by that like yeah i i I think a lot of it i think up until kind of recently actually it was i was i'm trying to think of the way to put this i was streaming because i wanted to play runescape yeah rather than i was playing runescape because i wanted to stream but i i think it's a pretty good mix now of where i'm really enjoying the game and i'm also really really enjoying streaming I thought that was a good question. I shout out Ignoble. I'm sorry I missed that. I actually thought we had already covered it. I'm just like glancing at stuff. Oh, yeah, down, but... And a lot of this stuff is probably stuff that we touched on that you're like, okay, we touched on that kind of move past. It is a good. What, what, it, so, like, yeah. No, what about ahead. you? What about you for that? Do you enjoy streaming more or or RuneScape more? I love RuneScape more, which is okay. and it's crazy because I've been streaming for so long. I will say, however. I love streaming. But yeah, I don't I don't want it to sound like, oh yeah, yeah like we like RuneScape more like yeah, yeah. yeah streaming is just on the side. Like it you can have equal love for both, but and again that goes back to streaming to play, playing to stream. I do have a good balance of it and I feel like I the balance is that I need to love RuneScape more because like you said in previous things like people know when you're not enjoying what you're streaming. Right. If you have a little bit more love for the game rather than like the streaming, you'll always maintain that balance of okay, like I'm wanting to like play this yeah, game, and like that's that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah, and so and it's tough because people are humans. Like we burn out of things, and we want to do something different, and we get bored of things. Um, and so I had to make a decision. Because I maxed, and I didn't know what I was doing after I maxed. I was like, uh, okay, I just do TOB until I get a scythe, then what? Like, And, like, I had to make an active decision. Like, okay, like, I love this game. I have this opportunity to stream. Like, let's go for a massive goal that I would love to do that a normal person, contrib- normal contributing member of society couldn't right, manage, right. probably. And, like, you know, that sounds like a lot of fun to me. So, it's, like, it's conscious decisions. Like, I need to make... I need to make big long-term goals for myself to keep myself motivated to play. But I've yeah, always, awesome. yeah, I've always wanted to just play this game and being able to stream it is the way to like live, you know, like you get monetized yeah. through it and that's yeah, exactly. essential if you want to keep doing it. So it's always, just, weird. Just, yeah, no, go or, ahead. Well, I was just going to say just to touch on one other thing. Um, like th- that was also a really cool thing when I was a kid being like, oh, that'd be awesome to play RuneScape and make videos, be a content creator. So I guess that's another really cool thing um, just to go with streaming, like something that's really motivating now that I am in this position to like, again, I'm not to where I could live for the rest of my life off this, but just to be at the point where I'm making the progress and yeah. and have some sort of 
name for myself, I guess, built some yeah. sort of brand. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And the that's the exciting thing. Like I have just absolutely just been so enthusiastic about streaming ever since I started and seeing growth. There's ups and downs all the time. Um, sure. And, you know, the the hard part with being a streamer is like you don't know how much you're going to make each month. It's just different right. every single time you're like get stressed yeah. out about rent or stuff like that. But for the most part, what I've seen is like this constant growth and like, it, yeah, there again, like I said, there's ups and downs, but like a pretty steady progression. And it's just so much more exciting than any job that I love. Like I've worked. It really is, dude. It's, it's it really so is. exciting because like you're building yourself up. You're not like building somebody else's business up. You're work, like you're doing your own thing, and it's like everything is you like you are in control of everything it's stressful because like there it's not like you're making a salary but like right but at the same time you like you can you can go above and beyond of of what a salary could do you know like that's sure that's huge goals and stuff but i like the fact that it's not just like some set you're making this amount you're making this amount sure you might make less it might be stressful but you could get to the point where you're making more than that and just doing way better you know yeah i I've, I've really always wanted to do something uh kind of on my own off the like beaten I, path yeah exactly I, that that's how i see myself living my life anyways yeah. doing something that's not just working for a company or at least at least while i'm enjoying myself yeah you know? like yep. this is this is what i love to do i'd love to do something like on my own accord yeah i agree okay um think we've covered it all correct me if yeah. i'm wrong yeah yeah, yeah. i want to say we have okay um all i can say is like dude i fucking love the sebe cast i love putting all you guys on bf rocket it's such a cool thing man absolute pleasure talking to him so for those listening like i was talking to bf rocket i asked him if he'd like to be on it so enthusiastic it makes me into like his his enthusiasm for wanting to get on made me excited. So it's just so cool. So yeah, dude, thank you. Thank you. Seriously. Special. Thank you uh, for having me on and super cool thing you're doing, bro. Having, having all the people like that must be such a cool position you're in. I love it, man. I love it. Learn about all the people around the community. Like super, super cool, man. Thank you for doing all this. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you guys for being on it. I've, this is more than, uh, I, I ever thought I I didn't think I'd actually even make it this far. I thought I'd make like four Sebe casts and be like, all right, like, all right, that's, that was a fun little experiment. It's moving on, but I want to yeah, keep awesome. these up every week and definitely so far doing. Definitely. Yeah. You're doing, doing a great job at this point for sure. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on. I will have your links, your stream in the description, Twitter. Uh, do you have a YouTube? I do not. Do you ever plan to? I think I do plan to, yeah. Um, kind of, kind of in the works, trying to figure out how I want to go about it, what sort of content I would post. But yeah. I think if I want to be doing content creation full time, I think it's definitely another avenue I'd like to go down. Awesome. So we'll have your Twitch, Twitter. Is there anything else you would like to have us include? Uh, I, I think that's fine. Those two would be yeah. perfect. Thank you. Well, awesome. Thank you so much, man. And yep. we will catch you guys on the next Sebe Cast. Peace out. Take care, everyone. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 